0: What's up, B-Rob? It's your boy, Ray, from the Naked Porch. Um, So, a lot of people have been hitting me up lately, wondering what the fuck happened to me. After all this time, I just disappeared pretty much from Twitter, which was intentional, just so anybody's curious. Uh, Essentially, we stopped doing the show. We were taking a, a hiatus. Too much shit going on. So, with that, things were gearing down, and Twitter just became a huge distraction. So, I got rid of my Twitter. As you know, covered <laughs> all that shit. I am still on Twitter, but I'm not as active in the feed anymore. And, you know, I don't really get any of that shit. So I try to stay just limited to the few people that I talk to regularly, and that's pretty much it. But anyway, uh, I actually was calling today because I was listening to your latest episode where it's just you, and Hoppy opened up and was curious if you should do a feature, you know, feature film or a short or whatever. Definitely another short, Hoppy. And I miss you, brother. I haven't talked to you in a while. I don't know if you're still on Twitter or if you're just off Twitter altogether. Either way, miss you. Hope all is well. Um, but definitely go with a short. Uh, it, it would just—I think it would benefit you more than doing a full feature-length film and not doing it the way you want to because it's a bunch of you know or whatever. Uh, I think that's all I really had to say. I don't know why I wanted to call to say that, but there you go. There's your random thing. However, people should know anybody that misses the show or me or whatever any of that shit. I am around. You can check me out on Twitter at deathwillarise. And that's it. That's where you can find us. So, you know, I, I, we're, we're on hiatus as far as the show is concerned. I don't know if we're ever going to come back. But if we do, you know, we'll do it that way. So, whatever. Talk to you later. Peace. Here we go. You are now listening to
1: Random what? Ramblings boom, boom, Rock. Boom, boom,
2: Yay. Boom, Yay. Boom, boom, yeah. Boom, boom, boom,
0: boom, 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 boom. The movie phone sounded motherfucker. <laughs> What's up, brother? It's Ray. So listen, I was listening to your latest episode. I heard Hoppy's voicemail, and I was like, damn, I missed that motherfucker. He was always good for starting some shit on Twitter. I mean, it was the best. For those of you who don't know Hoppy Raj, okay? Hoppy Raj, I don't always agree with what he posts, but he's honest, and he's true, and what he says he means. And that's the one thing I can respect more than anything in this world, anything on Twitter, because most of it is bullshit. Most people post shit that they don't even give a fuck about. They're fake outraged by it. The one thing I can say about Hoppy is that motherfucker posts shit that gets you thinking. You may not agree with it, but at least you can confront the issue and you think about your own opinion. Like, why does this bother me? You know what I mean? Why, Why do I not like this post? And that was one thing I kind of liked about him. He always posts some shit where I'm like, I, I want to respond immediately. And that knee-jerk reaction is the shit that I hate on Twitter, so I don't. You know what I mean? And that's exactly why I left Twitter, because it's nothing but shit posts. It's posts of fake outrage and social justice warriors and nonsense. I mean, don't even get me started on the people that tag you in a thousand posts a fucking day. Oh, my God. That shit was terrible. So I left Twitter. I said, fuck Twitter. I don't need this shit. On top of that, then of course you got the podcast. So we took hiatus from the podcast and realistically that has less to do with Twitter. That's more with life just kicking us in the dick and it stopped being fun. You know, you can only deal with so many issues at one time and something had to give and honestly when the podcast isn't fun anymore it becomes a job. When it's a job it's it's just, fuck this. I don't want to deal with that. So, took some time off. I don't know how long. It could be a year. It could be a month. It could be, we'll never come back. I have no idea. But, either way we loved all the fans. We loved doing it. Um, It was a great time, but it's just, you know, again, it became a job. And I already have so much work on my own, plus the family, plus everything else that goes on. So whatever, we'll see. Maybe one day I'll come back. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just occasionally be guests on people's podcasts. Like a 3R show, motherfucker, we got to set up a time and a date, brother. I'm just saying. i I got to get some shit off my chest, and I think – uh I think you're the perfect venue for that. You know what I mean? But we'll see. You know, you, you set it up, and if, if you're interested, we'll make it happen. Um, what else? What else can I talk about? Uh, shit, I had a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, your your current theme song, the one that's on your latest episode where it's just you. Who did that? Because that beat is hot. I like it. I was like, oh, shit, look at this. Another new theme. Here we go. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about was nothing. That's basically it. So just wanted to say, you know, thanks to everybody who listened to the Naked Porch over the years. Um, Honestly, it means a lot. And I didn't forget any of you motherfuckers. I actually am on Twitter. My Twitter handle currently
1: is at... What up, everybody? It's your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. Um, I have a guest this week. Um, Last week, um, I would like to apologize for because, uh, you know, it was a solo edition. You know, uh, I didn't really have a guest lined up. It was just kind of like some off the cuff shit. Had some um, family visiting and, you know, it was a whole bunch of shit going on and everything. So I did a solo dolo episode and the last 20 minutes that I had on it got cut off because I had a file corruption error, some bullshit with my computer it's no biggie. I mean, I thought the episode was good for what it was and um, I just was upset that, you know, I put out a product that was, like, incomplete and everything, but, you know, it is what it is. I'm making up for it from episode 125 on, I guess. So, look forward to more mistakes, more fuck-ups. Uh, it's, I mean, it's part of the process. I mean, you can't have a1 quality content every time all the time you know but apart from the course got a returning guest this week I think this is what return number four or five for you I don't know but my guest this Definitely week that. is Tony Rage yay
3: clapping and applause clapping and
1: applause right. if, I, if I still have my sound effects thing I could probably pipe that in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the shit, man.
3: Right, so what's up,
2: everybody? Hey, what's up, everybody?
1: I mean, it it'd be cool, yeah, it'd in, a, a- in a format to where you know you said some shit and somebody could say some shit back, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I've done the podcast.
2: Yeah, it's like, been a while.
3: Oh, oh, been a while. Come along, along with I uh. My computer took a dump, man. Like, um, it's a common. Uh, I googled it, and it's common for the Windows. It's a Windows 10 update, and when it updates, uh, something happens with the graphics card, and like all the fans go on 100% full blast, and then like the monitor and shit doesn't work. Nothing works. So, that's, that's so my computer true. updated and took a shift a few months back, and now I haven't even been able to do my own show. I haven't even talked to Jody for
1: fucking probably two months. Damn. Yeah. I mean, shit, man. You, you, that, that's like, not good because you said you um, looked it up and that was common, a common issue. Yeah. So what the fuck is Microsoft yeah. and Windows trying to do to remedy that?
3: Nothing. Nothing. They, I googled it and the only thing that they said to do is unplug a bunch of things and plug it back in. Like, unplug the, the fan cords, unplug, like, pull out the, uh, the RAM chip pull out the video card and plug everything back in and I did that I took the whole computer apart and put it back together it's still the same shit
1: that's that's, that's okay though no that's not okay because you you pay money you put your hard earned dough into all this equipment and all this other bullshit I did and then they like did. fuck your couch
2: <laughs> yeah
3: they came in and they fucked my couch you should see it Tough fuck
1: like, man, they got.
3: That's all. Right. It's, hey, hey, it's okay. It's okay. I'm, I'm a different person now. Uh, a year ago, I would have been freaking out about my computer taking a dump. That's
1: okay. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. Life, life's too short to be mad at stupid shit. Yeah, I think, like, um the, so the same shit happened to both of my laptops the one I'm currently on and uh, another one that I got. They both shit the bed on me. And I think. Um, really? In between time, I had to freaking. uh. Podcast from my fucking phone, man. And then, um, oh yeah, I was just like, "Well, fuck it. They already broke, <laughs> so I can't break them no more." So I cracked them bitches open and started swapping out hard drives and RAM and all kind of shit. Literally. And I got them to work again.
3: I was thinking about taking the the hard drive from the laptop I have and trying to put it in my computer and see how that would work.
1: It would, yeah, shit. Try it, man. Because I mean. The two yeah. that broke on me, it was hard drive issues. It wasn't like nothing to the effect of the Windows update or anything. So I just, uh-huh. I yanked them bitches out and replaced them, and it's working fine now. Yeah. Because, I mean, you don't have to get like a, First, a high-end hard drive. You just start, you can go get you some, you know, like a small one, just to test it and see if it works. Yeah. Yeah, I
2: probably
3: will. I just gotta, I just gotta be patient as always, well because... um the first of the year came around and I uh, quit the pool job and bro, it was a bad decision. It was a bad choice to make just to quit that job. And why was that? Uh, everything got hard. Oh. Everything got hard after that. All the bills went into the negative. My credit score dropped like 200 fucking points. And I've been just like on hustle mode, struggle mode for the since January Just been on hustle mode. I should not have, I, I make, some poor decisions sometimes man
1: as do we all i mean but what yeah. led to that though like what why do you decide to uh, part ways with the pool company
3: well i just um how do i say this i was trying to practice what i preach i guess yeah i don't know i was trying to trying to like because it was a very unrewarding job man like um there's no no satisfaction because every pool I go to was dirty you know what i mean it, like it just never you never got a feeling of uh accomplishment from that job it just it ate at my soul every day every day i was miserable but I, it was just for the the lack of uh of, i guess foresight or something um like i was good man i had you know i got money every week I got all my bills paid, and I always had extra money left over to purchase something if I needed to purchase something. And I guess I took that for granted, for sure. And then I, I only uh, recognized it once I didn't have money. Yeah. Boy, let me tell you. It fucking sucks not having money. But it's okay, because I'm a hustler. Nothing can keep me down. So I put my hustle hustle shoes on, and I went out, and I hustled. And, uh, Yeah.
1: So, I mean, how is the vape panda thing going and everything?
3: Well, I'm going to have to wait. Um, I haven't been putting any energy into it, to be honest with you. I don't know if you can't tell, but I haven't been putting any energy into it. I haven't been focusing on the Instagram marketing and sales. I just, the sales that I have made to stores locally, I've just been relying on that. Um, raised the vape shop up in New Rochelle, I've been bugging them and they keep telling me, like, call back, call back, call back, call tomorrow and I just I just gave up on that I don't know, man, it's just like, it has potential but the way everything is run right now, like, I don't want to invest my that much hustle into it, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, because I mean, from what I remember you was telling me that, like is is yours to like do with what you want, but it's not really yours. You gotta like, is a loaner essentially,
3: company. Essentially, yeah. I'm. I mean, I do the. I I run the entire business. Dude, I I do. I make it. I bottle it. I label it. I package it. I sell it. I market it. I do like I run the entire thing by myself. But the online store money goes to the owner, and that money is the money that I would need to uh market properly, to, uh, you know, re-replenish supplies. And that guy, right now he's on his honeymoon, and he's, he's always on hustle mode too. He's a salesman, and he travels fucking all the time, and it's, he's one of the hardest people to get a hold of. And, you know, after a few months of dealing with that stuff, I just said, fuck it, I'm just going to look for another job. Which I did, and I found the uh, I got my personal training certificate, CPR, and all that. So now I'm a personal, now I'm a changer of lives on a physical level. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. Like I I I see the potential in vape panda, but at the moment, like in order for me to grow it, I would have to use the money that I make for myself to grow it. And I'm not going to do that because. It,
1: yeah especially if it's You know what I'm saying Yeah especially like you I mean You pretty much damn Doing the work for this Motherfucker And he ain't doing shit To uh, yeah. put into it
3: Yeah Yeah And I talked to him about it You know I gave him An ear beating back in April probably Cause I got, a, I, got I was upset that I wasn't Getting that online money And uh You know He, he gave me his His deal On it And I just said fuck it at that point That was when I was just said fuck it a lot of, basically all the plans that I've had have not panned out. So, like, now I'm not even trying to plan. I'm just going with the flow now.
1: Yeah, I could dig that. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. still, man, this that that's some bullshit. He's just like, he give you free reign to do whatever the fuck you want with the shit, but damn, don't give you no backing on it. I, I, it just kind of pisses me off or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating.
3: Because there's potential, man. There's yeah, a, lot of, I mean, a lot of great potential.
1: Yeah, because we had this, we had a discussion about it yesterday <laughs> online, because um, s- somebody posed a question to me, Mike Fallick. He was like, why do I um support Vape Panda or, you know, how did the sponsorship come along and everything? I was like, pretty much what it boiled down to is, you know, I'm helping a friend with his business. And uh-huh. um, it was some other bullshit that kind of came of that conversation. I mean, it's just like, you know, it was talks of, you know, how vaping and smoking or whatever is bad and you know, the promotion of, you know, said product is negatively marketed toward kids and then I rebutted with well You know
3: what? I I uh oh, man, that uh oh, man, that upsets me. That upsets me a lot, that argument that it's marketed toward kids. Yeah. That is garbage. Number one, number one, okay. Kids are not allowed in smoke stuff or vape stuff, Okay, that's number one. Yeah. Number two, so there is no advertisement other than your social, other than social media. Mm-hmm. There is no other. There is no advertisement because Google does not. No, they do not promote. You cannot run AdWords for tobacco. You can't even bank. You can't even bank. You can't even use a proper bank for vape juice. They treat it like marijuana. Hmm. So the the idea that that just because something is flavored that is marketed for kids like what a grown ass man can't like peaches
1: i love peaches
3: you know what i'm saying <laughs> like that, that that whole argument is stupid and number two number two like they try to say there's all kinds of crazy fucking shit inside vape juice there's not you want to know yeah. why i know it's because i make vape juice i make it myself <laughs> with my hands and my eyeballs and my brain and and there's two chemicals two chemicals which are oils which are vaporizable oils you got Vegetable glycerin Which is derived From vegetables Clearly it's in the main And then we have Propylene glycol And that's a Looser type of oil. I do mean, Let me okay, I got a bucket of it Right
2: here
3: Non-regulated Repackaged From this To the food. Um okay, okay That's what we got it from
2: Uh This, is, this is anything This like
3: that. But anyway doesn't say anything on the on the fuck. but there's like and then and then you have flavor. That's it. And we use natural uh concentrated flavor. We don't use the the man made like the fake flavors. Yeah. And then you have liquid nicotine. That's all that's in it, dude. You have liquid nicotine. You have concentrated flavors and we use natural stuff. There are some unnatural like man made flavors that are harmful. But that's that's because it's man made. You know, anything that's made by us is almost always harmful to us. I don't know if you ever pay attention to anything in the world that goes on. But anytime we fuck around and try to make something or fix something or create a medicine to fix this or that, we always fuck shit up more.
2: Yeah. Like,
3: I don't know. I don't know. But it's this simple. Vaping is like, I would say, 99% way better than smoking a cigarette.
1: Yeah, I would because agree with
3: cigarettes that. Cigarettes have a fucking shit ton of chemicals in it. Shit ton. You know, and it leaves tar in your lungs. The tar deposits itself in, its, in your lungs. Now, this stuff, uh, vape, uh the vapor does collect, you know, but you really shouldn't be fucking sucking the vape all the way down into your lungs and holding your breath where it's going to fucking, all that, the the vapor is going to collect and turn into moisture and settle in your lungs and then, you know, potentially give you a respiratory infection. If you look at people's vape online, they're just... And then they're doing tricks. Nobody's fucking holding that shit in their lungs,
1: yeah, it's not weed.
3: <laughs> it's not weed,
0: man,
1: <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, it wasn't hustle, bro, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a serious thing to me because it's just like, I mean, he had a legitimate question, and I answered it, yeah, and that, that was the end of it, but it was just like other people I have just
3: been yeah, I've just been hearing the commercials, man. I've been hearing the commercials too, where they're saying that shit. They're saying, oh, they're marketing fucking toward. They're trying to get kids hooked on tobacco. And that ain't fucking true, man. We're human. We do what the fuck we want. And you know what? This is America and it's all based on capitalism. If somebody wants to buy something and they're a grown ass human being, they're allowed to buy it. Even if it's detrimental to their health, that's that's a part of being a free human being is making a choice that you want to do. Like some, like if you don't want to vape, don't fucking vape. But if I'm vaping, don't say shit to me. Like, I drank, like, over a half a bottle of whiskey last night. It's nobody's goddamn business. If somebody were to come in here and try to tell me that I shouldn't do that, I'm going to tell them to suck my fucking suck my balls. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's nobody's business what I do with my goddamn body. I know what I'm doing to my body. I'm not stupid. And, and when they make these commercials and when people, like, think that you shouldn't help or promote a product based on the fact that it's harmful, yeah, well, like, do you think everyone's stupid? People know that shit's harmful. We know. I know. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I the, know what I'm doing to my body. I'm yeah. making a choice, though. Yeah, nobody's
1: but then there's to be trying to chime in on my choices. Yeah, but then there's the naive or whatever. that's like, oh, man, I've done it for so long, and I ain't dead yet. You know? <laughs> so, Dude, you know.
3: I, yeah. Everybody's different. I've heard of people smoking up until they're 100. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've heard crazy stories. Everybody's different. Yeah, People. The the, the the softer, more liberal type, they, they have this virtue signaling thing where they want to seem like they're protecting the weak and the helpless. I, don't, I honestly don't believe that people are weak and helpless. I don't believe that. You know, there might be a little bit of mentally slow people who's, like you said, naive. But even naive people kind of know. They kind of know the truth. But they're unsure. It's the uncertainty that makes them naive. It's not the fact that they don't know. And, and, And today we live in a time of information, man. Like there's no reason for anybody to be ignorant or naive. And if they are, that's their bad. You know, like if I need to know something, I can just Google it and I'll know it. And then I won't have to ask that question ever again.
1: Yeah, now there's
3: no reason. There's no reason for it.
1: Now, with 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 that, now I mean we we can go roll right into technology and then you know how information has changed over time. I can remember being a kid, and um, if I didn't know a word, you know there was a dictionary. If I didn't know about Mm -hmm. a specific type of plant, there was an encyclopedia. You know, so with you know book bound information and everything like that, I mean there were there was actually people out there researching this stuff documenting it down and putting it into paperback form to put on shelves for people to sort out and yeah. look into and get that information now with uh, adaptation of the internet you know motherfucker picking his nose picking his ass and shit in his basement he can just go online type up some shit and people can perceive that as fact because it's on the internet you know so I mean yeah that's the well, that, up and down right, of the thing. Right. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's the Yeah, up. no, you're right. That it is important for for the individual looking for information to to also fact check. You know, you can you can fact check by looking at multiple links. Yeah. Going, like what I do, I look at at least three or four different links, not like one right after the other, but uh, at least three to four different links. You know, that way, what will happen is some of the information will be different. You know, mm-hmm. but. The information that is same, the same across the board is the information that I take it back. What the hell's going on with my phone? My phone's being stupid right now.
1: I hear you fine. It's just you rubbing across it. got
3: to suck water out of my phone. Hold on.
1: Yeah, suck it up.
3: <laughs> Are you there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I hear you fine. No problems.
3: Yeah, I got to put it on the charger real quick. Oops. Moisture has been detected in my phone.
1: Yeah. Well,
3: get jumped the, in the pool with
1: That sweet moisture. <laughs>
3: moisture. That moisty, just
1: Yeah, but just, don't, just, man, just, man, just, man. just based on what you said, though, do you think that makes uh, the search for information harder?
3: No, because it's in the palm of our hands. We don't have to go to a location. We don't have to get up off of the couch. We don't have to do anything. We just have to move a thumb around a little bit. breathe
1: No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Cause like how you said, you you know, you look up something, and then you have to fact check it off of three or four other sources and everything. Do you make? Do you think that makes searching for the information harder nowadays compared to what we used to do? I would
3: say it makes it harder for lazier people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it's not a. Because a lot of times, you know, not one individual is going to have all the information usually, and and some information could be, could have holes in it where if you look at other articles, that other individual could fill in those holes. You know what I mean? Being, doing research and and trying to learn something, it does, it is work, man. But why the fuck is anybody afraid of like, we're we're surrounded by people that are afraid to work, man. Even for themselves, even, even if it's like, they're not getting paid. Like people want to get paid for any amount of work that they do. And that's silly, man. Like, if we want to be smarter or we want to be better, we have to put a little initiative. We have to hustle. You know, like we have to grind. And that, and a lot of times the reward is the knowledge. But people, I would say, it's, yeah, it's harder for lazy people. Like me, I don't think it's that hard because I do it all the time. Anytime I don't know something, I, it just became a habit of, if I don't know something, now I know where to find information and I go there and get that. And I've noticed a lot of people Once they settle with the idea that they don't know, that's what they settle. They settle with that thought. Like, I don't know. I'm dumb. I'm not smart enough to know this. You know what I mean? Yeah. That shit pisses me off. Because first of all, I think we are all capable of knowing anything. We just have to put a little effort forward. You know, like when you're super passionate about something, that individual that's passionate about it almost knows everything about it. And I guess that falls in line with just being I guess I'm just passionate about knowing stuff. Yeah, Maybe maybe that's why I think like this. I
1: don't know. It's just like um, I, I know I fell victim to it many of times. It's just like if I know someone who knows the thing that I want to know, I'm more inclined to go to that person and ask them and pick their brain about it rather than looking up the information for myself. And you know, I get on my kids oh, yeah. about shit like that. It's just like instead of them actually putting forth the effort to look at something and try to find the info, they come straight to one of us. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But, like, what I tell them is try to find it on your own. And if you can't find uh, it after that, then come to me and I'll help you find it. You know?
3: It reminds me It reminds me of my, my high school English teacher. Look at her name. Older black lady. A little bit thick on the thick side. Oh, yeah, Every fucking time, I think I had it for like two years. Every time I asked her a question, she had one answer to every fucking question I had. It was, look it up. Look it up. <laughs> look it up. And at the time, man, at the time, that shit would piss me off. I'm just like, just tell me. Just tell me so I could know. And just look it up. Dead ass, dead ass face looking at me like, I don't give a fuck. Look it up. You know? And yeah. then that turned into a habit. And I guess that's, it follows me some now. So it's like, I do that with my kids. I, uh, I tell them figure it out. I don't tell them to look it up. I just tell them to figure it out. And then, you know, once they start crying or something, then I'll help.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's basically the same thing. It's just like, man, get you, know, you can get on your phone and look up fucking hair and fucking video game tutorials and shit. But your ass can't get on the goddamn internet and look up the thing that you're asking me about.
3: That, that, that's what I mean is like people are willing to look at stuff that they're passionate about. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know what I mean? You got women on the internet checking out hour-long fucking makeup tutorials. You know? And and they don't know how to change brakes. Yeah. It's just as easy. You Google it, you look at the fucking tutorial, you go out there and get your hands dirty. But there's this like uh, cognitive dissonance thing that goes on with people that like, so women... Automatically feel, I guess. How can I say this without being offensive? Like they naturally lean towards makeup and hair. Like that's just something natural to them, where it's not like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Where they understand that they're able to learn and do that stuff, but for some reason they don't feel like they are able to learn, you know, mechanics or or fucking like plumbing because they're not a man. And the same, it's vice versa, men automatically lean towards, I don't know how to do makeup. I don't know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I don't know how to do hair. But it's just a matter of learning. Like, I I try to raise my daughter in that in that sense where the, I don't make her think that just because she's a girl, she's incapable of doing anything. Like, I, she's helped me change the brakes on my car. She's helped me do plumbing. She's helped me clean food. You know, I make sure that she she gets it in her mind at an early age, that anything is fucking possible. You're capable of anything, but what matters is what you put your effort into. That's gonna be what you know is gonna help you be successful. Where your energy goes. Are you gonna put your energy in into saying I can't do this, I can't do that? I'm a girl, I'm weak, I'm not strong enough. Are you gonna put your energy into saying I will do this? I I can do this, and and I can be strong enough. I just have to work a little harder, you know. Yeah.
1: What I found in um the past couple of years or whatever is just like I've found myself leaning more of toward like doing shit myself because like it's been. Uh-huh. T- I mean and you can speak to this probably too you know you go somewhere you know something breaks you go somewhere hey how much to fix this thousand yeah. dollars and then you go online yeah. look up all the parts that you would need to fix this thing and it's like a hundred bucks. bucks and I'm like so yeah. what the fuck did the, the damn where the nine hundred dollars going to <laughs> you know so you know yeah. I'm the same thing that I just spoke about earlier when we was talking about it fucking computers both of them shit to the bed and like I brought them to a place and it was like $500 I was like well fuck I can buy another computer for $500 what the fuck I'm bringing this to you for you know and then um looked up the shit online I bought a hard drive 80 bucks damn I bought a the screw set for my Apple laptop $5 so fucking $85 I spent got on YouTube Looked at a motherfucker, take the shit apart and put it back together. I copied him and now my shit working. We are podcasting on the shit right now that I fixed with my own two hands. (laughs) You know? See? I fucking love that shit. And, you know, it's just like, even now I'm trying to build like a space in my garage so I can move all my equipment into in there. You know, I got the wood. I got the screws. You know, I have the materials I need to complete the project. But I've never done anything like this before, you know, and I've done my research. I looked online on how I would do the framing and all this other bullshit. But there's, um, you know, like with the laptop, you know, the instance I just gave you about the laptop, the shit was already broke. Mm-hmm. So whatever I did to it, you know, it, it couldn't get any more broke than that. <laughs> you know, but yeah. now sure. you're talking about damn f- fixing a structure inside a house. You know, I'm gonna be a little more cautious about that than I will with this broke ass laptop. <laughs> so.
3: Well, yeah, it's a, it's a bit more expensive and life threatening.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll be in there podcasting. What up, everybody? It's your boy B- ah! <laughs>
3: on Falling down a chimney somehow. Somehow you're in a chimney, some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like here's this. I, I, I've talked about this a lot recently. It's. It, um, That's one thing that the guy who was like my father taught me. Um, He taught me that if if somebody else can do it, then why the fuck can't I? You know what I mean? Why am I going to pay someone something, you know, an insane amount of money? Like, let's say plumbing, for instance. I know how to do plumbing. But before, I didn't. I didn't know how to do plumbing. Like, I had to fix the shower a few years ago. And I had to cut into the wall. I had to fucking learn how to solder copper pipes together. And you know what? I fucking did it. You know how much that would have cost me if I would have called a plumber? Probably like fucking 600 bucks. You know? Yeah. But instead it took me, you know, four hours and, and and you know, 40 bucks for supplies. And that's the thing. Like, people need to understand that. People need to... I feel like the, our children's generation needs to be able to do shit for themselves. They don't... Like I get it, we live in a capitalist society, like where you know the job market is this, job market is that. People specialize in fields, but if you grow up and you're pinching pennies and you're poor and you don't have that much money, there really is no excuse on why you can't fix your own shit. It's just it. It's more comes down to the fact that you don't want to. Like I, I tell people at the gym, like because I'm a personal trainer now, so I tell people at the gym, um, you know, it's very you're, it's, you're capable. Of losing at a minimum 10 pounds a month you're capable of that it, and everything else is just an excuse and it, it comes down to you it comes down to the fact if, if you're willing to do the work it's not that you can or you can't it's are you willing because yeah, are it is a lot of work and it is hard because you're changing yourself and you're changing habits but you can do it it's more about are you willing and a lot of people are not willing to do the work, yeah. So now, that's the difference, and that's the difference today, nowadays.
1: Now, with that, um, I, I've seen your Instagram most recently, or whatever. You you getting in more shape because I mean, obviously, if you're going to be a personal trainer, you gotta you know look the part, give some people inspiration and motivation. Yeah. So, I mean, you're pretty lean, you're pretty fit right now. What's the heaviest yeah, and I mean, out of shape I mean, you've I mean, ever I mean, been?
3: That shape of my life, bro.
1: Yeah, but before that, what was the heaviest and the most out of shape you've ever been?
3: I would say the heaviest I've ever been was uh, I was getting towards 220 um I would say it was the downward spiral that I went in that was the unhealthy the most oh no my house has been getting invaded by ants sorry I got distracted by them <laughs> I thought I got rid of them
1: stumped them bitches
3: um I can be terrible you answer the worst. uh I would say the the absolute worst shape I was in was when the first time I tried to kill myself. That was the absolute worst shape I was in. Because, like, my body was shit. I wasn't exercising. My mind was shit. Everything was just bad. Every, like, everything was bad. And the one thing that I learned about fitness is if you want to be healthy and if you want to be fit, the first thing you got to do is find out how to be happy. Yeah. That's the first thing, man. You can't be a miserable fucking being be in shape. Because you know why? Your brain chemistry is going to be off. You you can't really get into great shape if you're not producing the proper amount of serotonin or the proper amount of dopamine. You need those chemicals for your body to do other things. Those, Those chemicals not only regulate your mood, but they also regulate your body. They regulate how you store fat. They regulate muscle growth. They regulate whether or not you're producing testosterone. Like testosterone is super crucial for men to be happy in general as well. Like if you have a shit diet and you're unhealthy and you're not exercising, most likely you have like no testosterone, and either that's going to make you seem weak, and it's going to make you unhappy because for some reason men need that shit. Like I've, I've I've learned so much about the human body mostly because of Dr. Rhonda Patrick from Joe Rogan's podcast. Like I follow everything that that lady says. Everything she says I applied to my life. And that's why now, like I'm all super fit, I'm putting on muscle, I'm losing fat, I'm generally happy. Um, I'm not I'm not fucking manic like I was before I stopped doing joint narcissism. Like if you listen to the podcast that I've done from GSMH the first GSMH all the way through till now, like you can hear psychological differences in me, man. You can hear the the like in GSMH 1.0 with Fredo and Click, the way that I talked, the way that I delivered my thoughts and my messages was fucking nuts, man. Like I was insane. And then joint narcissism came around, and I was all depressed and shit because I was cheated on and left, you know, all alone. And I was just fucking basically doing therapy or something. I don't know what I was doing, but it, I sound like a crazy person. And then, and then you know what I had to do is I had to give everything up. I had to quit everything. I had to just dissolve into myself and then explore my own mind. And I, just, I don't know. I figured it out and I got, honestly, I'm the best I've ever been. And you know what? It's great. Uh oh. I got 5% of my phone. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Let me try to, I've, I've been trying to dry the port so I can plug my charger into it. Let's see if it'll work. Hold on one
1: second. Yeah, because you don't want to get electrocuted.
3: <laughs> it worked. Okay. You did it. We don't we don't know uh. Damn it. Just it stop.
1: Hey fuck it, man. But we um, ride that five percent out, man. Let's go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um Like I, I miss fucking podcasting now. Like I've been wanting to podcast so bad but my computer, you know, it doesn't work and and, and, and you know, I'm not as passionate as I was before. You know how passionate I was, man. Yeah. I was fucking a crazy person when it came to podcasting. I was down to podcast anytime, anywhere, with anyone. And, I, and near the end, like, I know I pushed um, Ray and them away with my stuff to my Oh, man, I went crazy on that, huh?
2: Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I, I fucking went on a crazy spiral of like I think what happened was is I diverted the attention from myself to politics and I went super hard on politics. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. It's just like yeah. blame this thing, fuck this other stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was like it, it was like I was cognitively trying to ignore my own problems. But now I know not like I know the majority of my problems came from childhood. Uh but I got past that. But I'm gonna tell you what though, I miss I missed podcast and that's why I hit you up and I wanted to do a show because I wanna do this more. I wanna I wanna get back in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. that me and so tap yeah. me in. And-
1: yeah. Now with um <laughs> what you were saying before I move on to what I'm about to bring up, um I feel you, man. It's just like the motivation to wanna get fit. Or the motivation to, you know, want to even exercise and do those things. Like, I think for the past 16 years, for me, it was different because I was obligated to do it, you know? Yeah, military. So, damn, it it was kind of different for me. At least, I mean, but even when I was in, you know, there was like points to where I was like in the best shape of my life. And then there was some to where I was at the bare minimum. I could do everything that I needed to do, but it was only for that purpose yeah. to do the bare minimum. And then um, yeah, just the path. And then you know, I mean, especially it got like that toward the end when I knew I was getting out. But damn, um, yeah, you didn't get fucked anymore. <laughs> but there were two points in the 16 years that I was in to where I was at my peak performance. It was just um, we went to I was sent to a sergeant's course. So, like, okay. newly, newly promoted sergeants, newly promoted E-5s, they have to go to this course. Like
3: leadership, school, yeah, right? leadership
1: course. And I think it was, yeah. like, a month and a half or two months or something like that. I forget the time frame. But they beat our ass. Not, like, you know, put hands on us, but, like, you know, physical training, they beat the shit out of us. I mean, we was exercising every day, running, doing all these things. And, um... Mm-hmm. That was like probably the leanest and the most, you know, fit I had ever been in that aspect of it. You know, I can run as fast as shit. I can do 20 pull ups. So I can hit the three miles in damn 18 minutes. That was like
3: uh-huh.
1: lean as fuck. And then so there was.
3: And how did you feel? Also, do you remember how you felt?
1: I mean, I felt like I could do anything, man. It was just like. You felt great, right? Yeah, let's let's go run 10 miles. Fuck it. Yeah, let's go run 10 miles. And then, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was amped. I was like always motivated to do physical shit. And then, you know, I kind of mm-hmm. slacked off on it and everything. And it slowly went back to the bare minimum again. And then there was another mm-hmm. time to where I went to Iraq. So, I mean... That's pretty much kinda like prison <laughs> in a way. Cause like yeah, I mean, yeah. you have the bare yeah, yeah, ne- definitely. yeah, you have the bare necessities there. And you know, one a part yep. of those bare necessities, and you know, you keep yourself physically fit was a gym. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yep. for, for that whole six, seven month deployment, I went to the gym every other day for the whole six, seven months. Every other day I went to the gym. And, yep. you know, instead of being that lean, fast motherfucker, I was this big, bulky bastard. You know, and I think that was the most <laughs> I ever weighed in my life was 210 pounds. And it was just like yeah. all muscle. And, you know, even when I came back from deployment, my wife was like, ooh, shit. <laughs> Where did all the
3: muscles come from? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: She's like, damn, did you did you have this in your bag somewhere? Can you <laughs> pack this on more often? <laughs> um, <laughs> And, you know, it, it, it was the same thing. It was just like when I was there, when I was deployed, this is all I had to do, was go to work, go to the gym, eat and sleep. That's all I had to do. There mm-hmm. was no other forms of entertainment, for the most part. I mean, we did have there some form no, of... There
2: was no other stuff
1: Yeah, we did have some form There's of no internet. And, you know, those other comforts and everything. But it was mainly that. Yeah. And then when I get home, and, you know, yeah. I can drink, I can, you know, have sex with my wife, I can watch TV oh. and do all this other stuff, I kind of... Yeah, all that shit went away, man. And then, like, now for yep. me after that point, like, not even before when I was talking about the Sardis Course when I was, like, trimming fast and all that stuff, but when I had all that muscle and I was big and I was strong and all that shit, after losing all that shit, man, I just, like, I lost all my motivation to go to the gym and do all that shit again because, like, I know it took me six or seven months to get to that point, to that peak performance, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to go through all that shit again. Yeah. Well, like,
3: when I, so I have to try to, like, sell, you know, personal training, I have to become a salesman for that, so what I do is I tell people is, like if you want to you know to extend your life to to be healthier and happier, you do have to change your habits, and that's that's what you're talking about. Your habits change. yeah, and you got comfortable. You know, I like I always tell people like human beings' the number one purpose in the world is to find comfort. That is the only thing that we have always ever done, always. We always do it. Since the beginning of man to the end of man, we're going to be looking for comfort and convenience. That's what we do. So what I do is I purposely make my life not convenient. You know what I mean? Now, now I do. Before I did it. But now I I don't stock up my refrigerator. I make sure there's no food. You know what I mean? I go to the store every day and I buy dinner. Um, <clears throat> uh, I make, like I've gotten in. I've gotten to this point to where if I'm sitting around. For 30 minutes, I start to get anxiety because I'm like, why? I'm, there's stuff I should be doing. I know. I, I I, I, could, I kind
1: of tell during this podcast because like you're talking about ants, and you're walking over here, you're doing oh. all this other stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm actually walking around and organizing stuff. But for me, and for my like my maniac brain, the best thing I can do for myself is to make sure that I always have work to make sure that I'm always Busy because my brain is so active that when I'm alone and I'm not doing anything, that brain goes into itself, and then I start picking apart myself. Then I start going, "Oh, I don't have this. I don't have that." Whan where, 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 and I, then I'm like, "Man, quit being a little bitch." I fucking cut the grass.
2: Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
3: But that's just me. I'm a psycho. I'm a psychopath like that. <laughs> but fitness. <clears throat> fitness changed my fucking life. It really did. Like I I've, I've known about fitness. I've been working out for about 10 years straight. 10 years. In 2008 is when I started lifting. I never lifted weights before. Mm. I started lifting weights in 2008 because I was in college. I got fat. I went from 170 to 210 in like like oh, it was actually 216. I, I shot up in a matter of a year. Like that that much weight from 170 to 216. I was fat, I was soggy, no muscle tone, I was depressed, I hated my life. And then um, me and my ex-wife, we started working out together at Valley Total Fitness. That place doesn't even exist anymore. But, and then I went on my downward spirals, got suicidal, I was depressed, my life fell apart a bunch of times. And then last year, dude, it was last year, um, after uh, applying what Dr. Rhonda Patrick, you know, talked about, my life like everything changed everything changed like i'm happier now i'm not like a manic maniac where i'm like all depressed and sad i have better conversations with people than i did before um i don't know it it kind of sucks because when i was a crazy person i had a lot of friends i had a lot of people (laughs) to do this to talk to and hang out with and now that i'm like i'm good like i don't really have anybody
1: yeah, because I mean, I guess, you know, when you, um, you know, have a mental change and everything. So, like, you become more focused on the things that you want to do for you and all this other stuff mm. or whatever. You kind of start weeding out and picking out those things that kind of detract from the goal that you're trying to set for yourself.
3: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You 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 got to eliminate the things that don't add to your life. You know what, like, honestly, like, it's true, because a lot of the people that I used to hang out with, they they still aren't doing anything with their lives. Yeah. And one thing I did to help me stay motivated when I wasn't motivated was I just listen to motivational speeches on YouTube. You know, I even have a fucking Eric Thomas radio on my phone when I go to the gym, and I'm listening, I'm listening to motivational speeches all the time. Because the idea is, you want to hang around people that make you better. And if you're not, if you don't have anybody to hang out with to make you better, fucking listen to people to make you better, you know, listen to people that are better than you and to listen to people that you want to be like, you know? So what I do is, is I want to, I want to be a better person is I, I I want to be smarter and and I want to feel better. So I listen to Eric Thomas. I listen to fucking that creature that nobody likes. Um
1: Joel Osteen.
3: And, and I, yeah, Joe Olstein, He's a he's a pretty good motivational speaker, dude. I never realized he, it was him that I was listening to until I started, you know, research. of Course, so I started looking into it. But um, and, and, and fitness, man. Like I'm, I, I, just got so tired of feeling like a piece of shit all the time that I did the things that I had to do. So like, if if I were to if I were to have money and I could to go to a therapist, these are the things that therapists should recommend. You know, clean up your diet, exercise. The reason why you want to clean up your diet and exercise is because if you get the proper level of nutrition, you're going to have the proper level of hormones. If you have the proper level of hormones, you're going to be happy. Just generally happy. Yeah, there's shit. There's shit in everybody's life. There's nobody in this world that doesn't have shit. But it's it's all about how we see that shit, how how we react to that shit is what is going to make us or break us. And I was being broke, man. Like my story is fucked. Like I, I never have family. No mommy. No daddy. No like even I tried to. I tried to build a relationship with my mother recently, and she fucked me over. And she's got some pretty fucked up shit. I'm not letting that shit bring me down, though. You know? Yeah. I had a fucked up beginning. A lot of people have fucked up beginnings. Some people have great beginnings. But that's not what it's about. It's what we do with what we're given that makes us great or weak. And I've been given nothing and. You know, I, I, am doing a lot better than people that had everything, Yeah. you know, in comparison to the people that I know, I know people that fucking had shit. I was hanging out with this cat on, 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 um, Memorial day has a house on the beach. The dude's a mess. The dude's a mess. He had his whole life handed to him and he's a fucking mess. And I told him, I was like, dude, I was like, you have to, you have to understand what you've been given. And how it's negatively affecting you. And you have to use that information to make yourself better. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, and I spoke about it too, man. It's just like you kind of touched on it to where, like, my father knew how to do all this shit. Like, it was nothing that he couldn't do with his hands or whatever. It was just like, I I kind of felt like he would break shit intentionally just so he can try to fix it, (laughs) you know. And he tried to dag on you know give that to me you know he anytime he was putting something together he would have me come in there and help him do it you know and it was just on Uh me because you know i was under that assumption you know i was you know spoiled as a child so it's just like well Uh i mean you know how to do it so you can just fix it you know so i mean i don't need to know this shit and you know now that i'm sitting here like i was saying trying to fucking put this garage together and i know he can do that lickety split you know yeah. That's now I'm regretting the shit. You know, now I gotta drive two and a half hours to go pick his old ass up and bring him back down here so he can be foreman <laughs> to my project and shit. <laughs> and like I said, I mean, he was here and um they stayed for they um the week of Father's Day, him and my mom, I I went down there, I picked them up and I brought him up here. They stayed the whole week with me. And his old <laughs> ass, eighty six years old, won't sit oh, yeah. the fuck still. <laughs>
3: I saw that. I saw that post. He was like, I left
1: for a minute. This old man can't stay
3: seated. Yeah. He was, I That's went, all. he's he, all cleaning your pool and shit. Yeah, he started
1: cleaning out the pool. That's going to be me, man. That's <laughs> going
3: to be me when I'm an old man. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be your dad. But <laughs> and, and, I'm going to be at my son's house fixing shit.
1: And see, there's nothing wrong with that, man. It's just like, you know, him, as in, no. in, in far as that regard, him and my mom are totally opposite. It's like, oh, if okay. I call the house, Hey, how you doing, Mom? She she she's the only one that answered the phone because she's always there. You know, I mean she get up, she yeah. move around every now and then, but if she don't have to, she at the house. And then um mm-hmm. All right, I talked to her, we you know, I was like, Well, pop it. Oh, he gone over here. He gone over there. 86 years old, driving the fuck around all over the creation. Just <laughs> he never fucking home. And I, get, and I bought him a cell phone so I can call him. And then I call him on that motherfucker. Uh, he can't even hear it ring. So what the fuck?
3: <laughs> you don't even give a fuck.
1: Yeah, he's just like, I'm moving. I'm going. And, you know, yeah. so it's just like opposite ends of the spectrum for the both of them.
3: Well, that uh, almost always opposites attract. Yeah, almost always. Like, uh, I noticed that a lot of people, for some reason, want to find somebody that's like them, because I think I think subconsciously we think that we're automatically going to like ourselves.
2: No, that ain't. but
3: we don't. <laughs> we don't like ourselves. Anytime you meet someone that's just like you, you fucking can't stand them. Yeah, almost always. And and I noticed that about about long lasting relationships is two people that love each other almost nothing alike but they love the things about them that are not like them, you know? Yeah. Because it adds, it adds to your life. When you find someone that can do shit that you can't, that adds to your life. You know what I mean? And almost like I said before, like I said before, what we look for in almost everything is comfort and convenience. And when you find someone that has things that you don't, that's a, that's
1: a form of convenience, because then that's something you don't have to learn how to do. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, I, I can see that, you know. And then, you know, also, I mean, that's uh, is also a form of inspiration as well, because like um, mm-hmm. I've said it many times, like my wife wrote a book, and, you know, she has that type of mind to where she can, you know, create stories and, um, you know, she's good with, uh, you know, the English language yeah. and, you know, literature and all that other shit. And, you know, that that's amazing to me because I mean, I felt like that's something that I can't really grasp. I mean, I'm not going to say I can't do it, but I can't do it as easily as it comes to her, you know? And
3: exactly. I, you yeah. Know. Cause I've been meaning to write a book for a while for like four years now, and I still haven't gotten past chapter one. Yeah. Like I get exactly what you're saying. Like I admire people that can do things that I can't. And I, and I, I try to, I try to create a guild. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, before, before and my manic spiraling down old chaos is like, I was trying to put together a team of people that can do shit that I can't like when Fredo and clicks Yeah. Doing I remember things. that. Like, yeah, like they, they had talents that I didn't have. And, and <laughs> that's what made the show so great at the time was the fact that we were all three different, you know, and, and we, at the time we worked well with each other and I, I kept trying to recreate that with the show and the, yeah. Yeah. I went, I, I went a little crazy then. but <laughs> overall, man, I mean, like I'm happy where I'm at. And, and like, I want to, I want that, I want that life that your dad has. I want that life. Like I want to find someone that like, honestly, as far as the relationship goes, I want someone that I can admire. Like I, I deduced it all the way down to just that one word. I want to fall in love with somebody that I admire. That's it. Because I think if I admire the person that I fall in love with it's because they they're doing something better than me you know mm-hmm. and and uh, what I noticed about um I know this is random, but yeah what I noticed about mine and Ruby's relationship is I did not admire her I despised her most of the time like I was so put off by her laziness her unwillingness to learn and, and like I don't know,
1: man. I learned a lot about myself and yeah, like, I fucking lost track of thought. <laughs> I get it, but I got My something bad. we can transition into. You was talking about um, getting back into podcasting or some kind of um, media, Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, what do you think about the implementation of IGTV on Instagram? I don't like it. You don't? Tell me why. No. Let's break it down. Cause it's I,
3: turning into Facebook.
1: Yeah, and Facebook. <laughs> you know, you know you what?
3: See, like it, they're ruining. They're they're trying to. They're they're ruining something that was already good. Mm. Like the stories was enough. That's all we needed. Yeah, that's all we needed. They keep trying to grow and change. Like they're trying to become like YouTube. Out, YouTube has YouTube TV and Facebook has Facebook. TV. Like, why? Yeah. Why? Originally, Instagram was just photos, bro.
2: Yeah. And then, it um, was just
3: a photo. Then it, be, then it became stories. Then it became live. And now we have... I mean, what is IGTV other than live? You know?
1: Well, as far as um what I've seen, I've only played with it for a little bit. You can... um I think so far you can only go up to 10 minutes now. And um it's not like you can't go live on it. It's just, damn, you upload videos to it. So you have to record something, then you oh. put it in there. Well...
3: Okay, now that it, now that I give it more thought, I guess that aspect of it can be good. It can be good. It just depends on what those videos are going to be used for. Yeah. Like me, I could do I could do a ten minute rant.
2: Yeah.
3: On on there, but see, another thing happened is where I don't know if you noticed, but I'm not posting that often now. Hmm. I'm not. I'm barely on there. Like, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know if I lost motivation, if I lost inspiration, or. Or if I just don't have it anymore, but like I'm just not interested. Maybe it's just me. Maybe
1: that's a bad question to ask me. Well, now I can I can understand what you're saying because, like, I mean, uh, I'm actively doing the podcast, and you know, social media is a big part of it because I mean, that's how you get your brand out there, you promote yourself, and everything. And it's just been Mm -hmm. times to where you know, I mean, nothing's going to stop me from going to Walmart, right? But you know,
2: right,
1: yeah, yeah. But um. More recently and everything, I, I feel less inclined to do a video while I'm in there. Because I mean, every time I went to Walmart, I did a video. But like, yeah, now that I have shit to do, like I'm, I have other things that I need to conquer and, uh, and you know accomplish right now. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah. just, I'm yeah. just in Walmart getting the shit I need and I get the fuck out. I ain't got uh-huh. time to do videos and everything yep. like that.
0: I think you know that
3: you just shine some light on me. I think that's what it is, man. I think I think the reason why I was so in it before the reason why i was so like consistent is because my life was relatively together you know what i mean i didn't i didn't have to worry about much mm-hmm. at the time like i thought i think i think maybe i thought i had to worry but like now that i am where i am now at that time dude like i was good there was no i didn't really have to worry about anything What something broke i could fix it i had the old lady here had my kid here you know and then, and then the podcast was the time filler. Now, now I have to hustle. Now I have to figure out, okay, how am I going to put gas in my truck this week? How am I going to fucking come up with the money to feed my kid this week? Cause he's going to, you know, going to be here or, you know, my truck's on the verge of breaking down again. And I'm like, okay, well, what am I going to do if that happens? Like, so now I'm preoccupied with so much thought yeah. that it's almost, it's, it's, it's taking a back seat, just like you said, like you're, you're going to the Walmart for a purpose. Like now you're preoccupied with something else other than your show. Yeah. It makes sense.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, my, my brain's yeah. preoccupied. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, it's just so many times. Cause like, if you look at even, um, my Instagram, the, the frequency of content, cause I mean, sometimes it'd be a Walmart video two and three times a day. And now it's just like uh-huh. it's not that it's like maybe one a week or every now and then, you know, because I, I got shit to do, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, sure.
1: But yeah, I mean, I I still don't I shit. Matter of fact, whenever we rap or whatever, I'm going over there today.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to re-rap. I have to go help my ex wife. Yeah. I helped her a lot, man. Yeah. That's another thing that's changed, is like I I I don't Hold on to anger anymore. I, I almost immediately let that shit go. Yeah. That's something that I got better at since before. Yeah. I, you know what? Honestly, I just miss talking to you fuckers. I miss talking to you, I miss talking to Ray, I miss talking to
1: everybody, but yeah. Yeah, man. I, I mean, it, it, it's more. all about balance, man. I mean, you know, I mean, I understand that you have your goals and your focus and everything, so I mean. I understand why I hear from you every now and then or however we interact, whatever. Because, I mean, I know you got yeah. shit to do, you know. I, mean, I ain't going to be the motherfucker that be in your back pocket all the time and be like, hey, what you doing? What you doing? How you doing? What you doing? What you doing? How you doing?
2: No.
3: <laughs> no, nah. <Nah>, you should. <laughs> it right. make me feel less like lonely. Okay. No, nah, I man, I mean, I fucking hustle, dude. That's, that's all it is. Like, that's why you saw, you seen my shirt that I made, my hustle more shirt.
2: Because
3: mm-hmm. I feel like... This is a. We're going to go back a little bit. Remember how before I was talking about how like our main purpose as a human is is to find comfort and convenience. Yeah. What I what I found in my research of everybody that I admire is they shun laziness, they shun comfort, they shun that, and they embrace hustle. They embrace it. They embrace work. They get excited about it. Mm -hmm. And and you know what? I just I just you you can't beat them, join them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like at first, I was looking for comfort, but now I'm looking for any way to fill my time to make me as busy as possible. So as long as I'm not sitting down, as long as I'm working, as long as I'm moving, something positive happens. So like this falls into my theory of the dichotomy of the universe on how on how ev- everything that's good came from something that was bad. Like you needed yeah. conflict. You needed, you know, all the bad shit that happened in our past to get to the future that we have now. Like, without that negative shit, we wouldn't have this positive shit going on, you know? And as for me, like, I, there's no way I would be the person that I am now intellectually if, if I didn't have to suffer my whole life the way that I have. Yeah, And, and know, before, I used to be angry about it, but it makes me feel, you know, better about myself, that I know that I went through all that, I survived, and I'm an even better person for it.
1: Yeah. And I was just thinking about something more recently, you know, is I don't think it's really in the same vein of what you were just speaking about, but language, you know, the 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 human yeah. language and just whatever, you know, yeah. variation of it that we have out there in the world, because um, I work in immigration courts and, um, you know, those places to where, you know, people usually come in there and they're talking Spanish. So, you know, I'm picking up words here and there, whatever. I haven't actively sat down and tried to, you know, do some Rosetta Stone or any of those, uh, like Duolingo, all those, any other apps to help me learn my Spanish.
2: Rosetta Stone.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of, you know, I'm picking it up on the fly. It's it's, it's becoming a repetition because it depends on where I go, the amount of Spanish I have to speak. So if I go to a social Uh security office... People are only there for one or two things. If they come to a social security office, they're there for social security benefits or they're there for a social security card. So, yeah. tarjeta, that's a fucking card. I know what that means. So, if somebody come in there to speak Spanish, you know, I throw tarjeta out there and they'd be like, yeah, that's what I'm here for. And, you know, they nod their head. I was like, all right, you need to go over here and do this shit. <laughs> or if they say mm-hmm. something other than, you know, tarjeta or whatever, I'm like, all right, you need to go to benefits and go do this shit. So, I'm adapting to that aspect. If it's the immigration court, they only come in there for freaking court. (laughs) So the only thing I have to help them with is make sure they're (laughs) going to the right court because there's two immigration courts and it's either this one or the one across the street. So I navigate through that. And if I'm at the ICE building, the deportation building, they're either here for one or two things. They're there to report or they're there to pay a bond so fianza that's bond and damn cita that's like i guess that's like report or something like that so damn as soon as they come through the door i'm like fianza cita and they'll be like cita all right, all right put your shit on the belt get you through security go handle your shit <laughs> you know but like yeah. but what brings me to that is just like language man how I mean, what what made a motherfucker be like, fianza is bond, or a motherfucking English that say bond is what a bond is, or just damn. Yeah, you know what?
3: That's a high thought. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, it is, man. It's That's just a like. Thought.
1: Motherfucker just it's like,
3: why? Why is that word? Why, why? Yeah. Why 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 did they pick this pattern? Who,
1: huh? Who's the motherfucker like, that it. went up to this? I get this, what you're
3: saying. Why the fuck did they pick that word for that word? Why does that word have to mean that? What if I said Chikawa or some shit? And that's what I mean. Yeah. So, so I see what
1: you're saying. who's the motherfucker that walked up to this thing here and said, All right, this is going to be a tree? Or even how that thought even formed in this motherfucker head to say tree. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't it's know. Like man.
3: even I can't even think of anything. To, 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 that shit, man, that, that's a testament to us, man. We're. I always tell people, like, we're an amazing, an amazing fucking species. We're an amazing fucking creature. If you're religious, God created us in his image. Mm-hmm. And and that doesn't mean physicality. He created us out of his image as far as intellect goes. Yeah. As far as the brain goes. That's how he invented That's how he created us. He created us in that aspect. So that means that we're fucking amazing. We're amazing yeah. things. We're capable of fucking anything. Like, I changed myself, dude. A lot of people don't believe people can change, but I literally changed myself on purpose. I did that shit. I wanted to change and I fucking did it. That's a testament to like how fucking powerful we are as people. So like anybody out there that thinks that they can't do something or they, 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 they that you're incapable, like that's garbage. You're just not working hard enough, bro. Yeah. Like motherfuckers created language, multiple different languages to where we can communicate with each other because we got tired of not knowing what somebody was saying. Like that's crazy, bro. We're, yeah. we're fucking amazing things, and 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 I think a lot of people take that shit for granted on how fucking crazy good we are, how on what we're capable of, and like the good we're and the evil. Not only that, but like humans are are the ultimate dichotomy. We are evil and we are good. Yeah, we are the only species on this planet that is capable of fucking pure evil and pure good.
1: Yeah, and just like <laughs> I want to make this gas. That if I drop it on the motherfucker, his fucking face will melt off. The uh, motherfucker yeah. sat there and thought about this shit, you know. Uh, yeah. Or even like what I find myself going into the rabbit hole of on YouTube and Instagram and things is just like people that can dance. Like you ever seen a motherfucker mm-hmm. breakdance and shit? Like they'd be spinning on their head and fucking on the elbow well, and all a, this. I got a there's
3: a video of me doing
1: windmills on my Instagram. Yeah, I seen that. I see break dance Yeah, I seen yeah. that. But like. I'm talking about like the motherfuckers on um stance or Doing, whatever.
3: Yeah, yeah, those 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 legit B boys. They can Hell fucking yeah. do you know uh, the one thousands. I think they're called one thousands where they're spinning on their hands. They're like and some of the shit that like people like you were saying people are capable of is insane. It's insane.
1: I seen the motherfucker insane. on a skateboard. Goddamn. I don't know. The, I don't know how he did it, but he fucking he was on a skateboard. He went up a ramp, did a flip in the air, came back down on another skateboard, a whole different one, not even the same one. He cut the flip <laughs> off of, landed on that skateboard, and start doing tricks and running the fuck off somewhere else. I'm like, how? How do you realize that you can do some shit like this? You know, yeah, motherfuckers that be um on um the contortionists and shit. Like, how did you oh, figure yeah, you can yeah. bend People like can put this in, one put day? You know, in boxes and shit? yeah.
3: <laughs> I can barely bend over, dog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, it's fucking weird, man. It's just like weird and amazing at the same time. These people, they do all these amazing feats of strength and athleticism and everything, but it's just like, mm-hmm. to me, it's not like, it's not blowing my mind enough that they're doing this shit. It's just like, how the fuck do you figure out that you can do this shit? <laughs> yeah.
3: Man, it's a testament to how hard we can work, man. And, and- it's it's all just about what we put our focus in, you know. Like I had to, I had to have a talk with my daughter after um about a month ago because um I I she was at a tournament for jujitsu and her she only had one match and then like it from watching it, it seemed like she wasn't even trying and I was this dude I was mad I was like look. Like, I get it. If you want to do jiu-jitsu for fun, we can do jiu-jitsu for fun and we won't do tournaments. Yeah. If you come to a tournament, the tournament is to win. That is your goal. Yeah. And that means you fucking try. And you try hard. And you give it everything you got. I, like, I I was so upset with her, dude. But, like, I had to tell her, like, anytime you choose to make a conscious decision to do something like jiu-jitsu at a tournament, you need to go in there with like, the only intention is to win. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to understand the concept of going all in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's something that I didn't have when I was little. The idea, the concept of going all in, giving something my everything.
2: Yeah, like... like
3: if I would have... I would have been a way better kid if I knew that. Like, I would have been a state champ in wrestling if if I knew about going all in, you know? Yeah, I, when I wrestled in high school, I barely gave it anything. And I went, you know, I went to CIF both years, which is, uh, almost state level. But,
1: it's, yeah, I it, what I was saying. It, this, this is kind of like awesome. with my oldest child or whatever, it's just, um, you know, she gets falling out at school. I mean, she made good grades and she has the potential to, you know, make all A's and B's and everything or whatever. I mean, I know she can do it. It's in her brain. It's in her brain housing group. Mm-hmm. She can do it. But, she running into the rut of school is boring you know this is stupid so it's just like I know she has the mental capacity to feel you know to, to do it it's just damn that you know keeping the attention thing and I'm just like well if you feel that it's easy what can you do to make it harder you know Take on more classes, you know, or, you know, go for advanced electives and all this other shit. Cause I mean, if it's that easy to you, I don't see why you can't be doing more. And um, the more you yeah. do, the faster you can get the fuck up out of there if that's what you, your desire is to get out of school, you know? Find, uh, you know, find a challenge. And if you can't find a challenge, make a motherfucker challenge, you know?
3: <laughs> exactly. Create it. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, that's something that we, um, so, as far as like work ethic goes, the American child's work ethic is garbage because our children are born into convenience and comfort. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so they don't. They're not. They're not really instilled like like the the immigrant mindset or or the immigrant work ethic. That's because they struggled their whole life. You know if they didn't work, they wouldn't be, if they didn't work, they, they would be homeless, you know? And and nowadays people are growing up with the zero idea of struggle. Like their struggle is my mom is being a bitch today. And she won't let me fucking use a car or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like we have to either find a way to create a negative force in our kids. like, I try to create some, some form of, uh, of 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 like a negative force so that the kids can understand work, understand struggle. Because like, I feel like that's the best service you can do for your kids is to help them understand struggle and yeah. how good it is for us. Struggle isn't bad. It's no. not bad. I mean, it, 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 I could imagine how nice it would be to never have to worry. Yeah but that's not meant for everybody Mm -hmm. you know what i mean that life isn't for everybody not everybody's going to get to the point where you never have to worry ever again so what i think is the best thing we can do for our kids is to teach them early how to respect and appreciate the struggle and the hustle you know what i mean because then they will almost certainly be successful at something
1: yeah i I I live for the inconvenience (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I live for the inconvenience. I live for the, no. I'm talking <laughs> about I live for the in- inconvenience in my kids. <laughs> I was like, they they sitting up there playing video games and shit. I was like, you take out the trash. No, well, yeah. <laughs> you, you, go do that shit. So they had to they cut the game off, go downstairs, take out the trash, and then I like I know they forgot something. As soon as I get they get go upstairs and they get comfortable back playing the game or whatever they're doing, I was like, hey, yeah, you forgot to do something. And then I make them yep. figure out what they yep. forgot. Oh, then they got to go back downstairs, do whatever the hell. They go back upstairs, they get comfortable again. I'm like, hey, you forgot to do something else. Yep. <laughs> I live for that shit. <laughs> now,
3: I, I get, I get, I get pissed off. I get mad. I, I thought like my daughter sometimes does that shit. to be on there. She, she's a Paula, Jake Paula or something like that. And she stays on her fucking tablet when she's at my house watching videos and stuff. And you know, I have to—I don't even ask her to do that much at my house. Yeah. Like once, like dishes, twice a week. You know, that's the extent of her chores. Yeah. Dishes will be dirty. She'll wash them, quote unquote, and like there's food still on the dish. It's the same thing. I have to go back and forth. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Where did you learn how to do this? Well, see, this is not how you do this. Yeah. You're see, back in here. yeah. This.
1: See, what the, the thing with that is, is just like. I feel if I badger them enough about it that they, um, they'll do it on their own without me having to say something or they'll do a, a freaking above par job so I won't get on their ass yeah. about it. And they just haven't realized that yet.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, that's the idea, right? Like, yeah, that's what I hope. I hope the same when I have to give her long lectures of cooking in a lazy bump. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. Like that's that's what we want to see from our kids. Like we want to see them do those things without us having to say something. Like that's that the little shit that makes us proud and happy. That looks, makes us feel like we're being successful parents, you know. Because like those are basic life skills, you know. And we've met people that have no basic life skills, mm-hmm. and you're like, you suck. Yeah. You don't want our kids, to suck.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I just I tell them to ask for help when they really need for help, and not ask for help when they don't need the help. You know, that, that's yeah, kind of yeah. what I preach. So it was just like to go back to what I was saying earlier. They'll come down there and ask me for something they can easily find on their own. You know, that's not the time when you ask for help. You ask for help when you have exhausted all your means of, you know, within your capabilities. If you tried your hardest yeah. to do this and you can't do it, that's when you ask for help. Don't come to me right off the bat mm-hmm. asking for help. Yep. You know, yep, that's the only that's thing I—that's the only thing I really preach to them. It's just like ask for help when you actually need it. Don't ask for help when you don't need it.
3: <laughs> yeah, and you've exhausted all thought, all attempts. Yeah, that's 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 a good way to go. it it's almost it's, you're almost teaching them to be resourceful. Yeah. You know? Like,
2: like it, that's
3: what happens. Is you like, when you can't figure shit out, you start to try to figure shit out, and then you start to understand that, there are, that there's other ways there's other other avenues and,
2: and
3: maybe maybe your first approach or so your first thought at how to accomplish this story was incorrect my thought again. you know there's other, there's more more than one way to skin a cat
1: yeah <laughs> and you know they, they get it from both ends or whatever it's just like I'm bitching at them because they don't try for themselves and then <laughs> when they try for themselves and they fuck up I bitch at them for not asking for help <laughs> <laughs> I just like cause like my son I think it was the, um, yeah it was you know and I tell him about that too I was like I bitch so much because you know you within the comfort of my walls or whatever you know there's gonna be a day to where you know I'm not around uh, you're gonna be out there on your own and you're gonna be in the same situation you ain't gonna have nobody to depend on but yourself so you know if I bitch at you now and get you on the right path, you ain't gonna have to worry about it later, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. but, but damn, my son, he yeah. was he was out there, I was like, Go cut the yard And this was like the first time he ever cut the yard. It was like you don't know shit about a lawnmower, where the gas go, how to start it and everything. So I mean uh-huh. That was that was uh the learning opportunity you know I saw in it. I I knew he didn't know yeah. shit about it, and I you know I knew he wasn't gonna go to the extent of getting on YouTube and doing all this other bullshit. I mean, the only thing I wanted from him in that point in time was to come ask me how to do it. You know, that was my goal for that exercise. And I was like, "Go cut the yard." He go out there. He sit. He look around. He tapped the thing here. You know. I think the only knowledge he have of a lawnmower is seeing me push the lawnmower and everything. So he pulling the little lever Mm -hmm. (laughs) and everything. And it's just like, I'm just sitting there watching him struggle with this shit. And he ain't saying nothing, you know. And I just like, I just walked out there. I was like, all right, look, this where the gas go. This where the oil go. If you ever need it, you know, pull the gas cap off. All right the fuel goes up to here. You don't want to put no more than this, you know, because that's too much. You can flood the engine, you know, close it up, show him to pull down the handlebar, fucking yank the cord and everything, which he really struggles with because he's a puny motherfucker. <laughs> and <laughs> now that's it. You just cut the yard. Now make sure you stay online because damn, you can go off and start cutting all kind of crazy patterns in the yard. You got to make sure it's even, you know, and that was his teaching experience. After yeah. that, He know how to cut the yard like a pro. The only thing I had to get on his ass about, cause the uh, mower has a bagger on it, and that motherfucker run out there and fucking think he, uh, fucking Hussein boat in the yard with the lawnmower, trying to cut it as fast as he can, so he can go play fucking video games and shit. He forget to empty the bag, and I had to get on his ass by emptying the bag.
3: (sighs) That's good. It's good habits, man. Because I wish I was taught good habits. Cause I, I, I my dumbass, lose tools around. I lose tools. I never spend anything bad.
1: But that that's his thing too i mean yeah. it, if he knows how to do it he'll try to do it as fast as possible and you know whenever you um, rush through something you know you leave out the minute details um, or you don't do a excellent yeah. job
3: you find a mistake when you rush
1: yeah so th- this is the conversation that is usually with him because he he's into his phone he's into his video games j- at, just as I am, you know, you know, I, I was that kid, too. I love to play Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo and Super Nintendo and Sega and all that shit. But at the same time, you know, it was a different time for us. I also like to go outside and play with my friends. But for him, it's just more of the inside part and not so much. And then all his friends are on the fucking phone or on the Xbox. So he ain't got to go nowhere. So damn um, Go wash the dishes. Yeah. Go down there. He'll breeze through that shit. Won't wipe off the counters and won't sweep the floor just you know throw some water and some soap on some shit put it in the dish rack go back upstairs play the game so i come in later i'm getting a cup out the motherfucking dish rack got spots on it still got lip prints on the motherfucker from people who was drinking out the glass go back upstairs bring the glass with me hey what's wrong with this glass okay now go back down there and do it all over again clean the whole kitchen you know so <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is. And now um, Yeah, no. That's good. So damn, um, I think since the game is his crux, his his fucking his his addiction. Yeah I, I did this one day. I was like, I went in the room. I was like, all right, he was playing this game. I was like, alright, stand up. Alright, put the controller down, close your eyes. Alright, now open your eyes. Is your game still here? Did it magically grow <laughs> legs and leave the fucking house? He's like, no. I was like, all right, now do this for me. Walk out your room. Close the door behind you. You walk out the room, you close the door. All right, now come back in here. You open the door, come back in the room. I was like, did your shit leave your room? Is it still here? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, think about that shit. This game is here for you all day every day. That shit in there, Go get that shit done because this is shit that you can, you need, you're supposed to do. This is your responsibility in this house, and that's what I want done. So you get that shit done, and your shit'll still be here. You ain't got to worry about this leaving. You ain't got to worry about not having it ever in your life unless you sell it or you break it. You know, so yeah, dude, give it the program. That's a that's a a
3: good way to throw some perspective at him. My daughter doesn't ever get phased, man. I try to do that shit by taking away her tablet. But She'd be acting like, whatever. Yeah, and you know. Completely negates the purpose of me taking shit away from her.
1: Let's see, and that's a gift and a curse in itself, too, man, because the boy is like that. You know. Oh, really? Because you take his shit away, and you know, he realized he fucked up, and this is the consequence for it. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. he'll just find something else to do cuz like ever since he yep. was like a baby man it's just like i would take shit away from him and this motherfucker be in his pocket pulling out pocket lint and playing with pocket lint <laughs> ah. you know is uh yes. that's just the yeah. thing that's just how he is man and it's like yeah. i kind of feel like i mean he get that from me cuz like i know how i am like all right let's just say You know, I break my laptop in that moment. I'm going to be pissed about breaking that fucking laptop. You know, I'm going to think about all the shit I could have been doing with this laptop and all this and that and this and that and whatever. And then automatically, you know, a couple hours later or however long it take me to come to terms that I don't have this laptop anymore. It's just like, well, fuck it. You know, I can just buy a better laptop or, you know, I mean, did I really use it that much? You know, justifying to where, you know, I don't need it as bad as I thought I did you know and I could just move on and do something else you know and he's kind of like that yeah. alright I love playing my Xbox I love playing my games now that shit is gone well what happened why did I lose this shit you know he he, he kind of learns at in some aspect of it or whatever but he accepts it he just goes with the flow he's just like well fuck it it's gone now I mean there ain't shit I can do about it <laughs>
3: Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's that's the approach that I take now. Also, like, a, like my laptop monitors taking a jump. My my took a jump. I invested a gang of money in all that equipment. That's gonna use it now. So I don't, I'm not even bothered by it. You know. Yeah. I, I got plenty of shit to do. I got plenty of stuff to do to keep me busy. That that isn't that big of a deal. And plus, you know, the older you do the more you realize, like. Like, it could be replaced.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? And that in also in that same vein, that's, uh, it's a teaching <clears throat> moment. It's just like, when you lose this one thing that you're accustomed to, you when it's gone, you get to realize how insignificant in the whole scheme of things yeah. that one thing was, you know?
3: <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That, that perspective is, is crucial, but it's also something you can't necessarily... I mean, you can sort of teach, but you have to teach it through law. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a it's a lesson that's taught through
1: law. Yeah, because like with the kids or whatever, it's just like, all right, you can whoop them or whatever, and you know, they know in certain aspects like, hey, I don't want to feel that pain again. But after a while, you keep whooping them, whooping them, or whatever, and beating them and beating them. It's just like you know, all right, it's gonna last for a little bit you know I'm going to be sad it's going to hurt gonna but stop. after a while I mean it's going to be done and then it's going to be over with now there's yep. been certain aspects to with my kids to where I gave them a choice I was like you can mm-hmm. you, you can lose this thing that you you enjoy that you love or I can whip your ass and nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten, most of the times, they gonna take the ass-whipping because they don't wanna lose that thing they love. Yeah. He don't wanna lose the fucking Xbox. My mom,
3: my mom tried that same with me. My mom tried that with me when I was a little kid. She would, uh, she would ask me, do you wanna be grounded or do you wanna get an ass-whipping? I always took the
1: ass-whipping every time. Yeah, cause like, f- same for me. I mean, you give me my ass whipping so I can still go outside and play or, you know, I'll take yeah. the ass whipping so I can have my Xbox or I can have my phone or whatever it is that I want.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, you know, yeah, I
3: rarely, I rarely thank my daughter ever. I don't think I've ever really like, but, but when I do like, man, you know, like I could see it in her face. She's like, what in the fuck?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, like the idea of like, I'm not necessarily, I'm not trying to hurt her, but I, I want her to think. Yeah. I think that's what we try to do with our kids. We try to force them to think, like, critically think about why the fuck this is just And, the way I was raised, whooping was always the answer, so, I never really gave
1: a fuck. <laughs> yeah, you know, because after a while, I mean, it's just like, you gotta, and then after, I mean, they get too old for, for whippings and shit. So, I mean, you gotta yeah, revise yeah. the strategy. And then, like, even we had a point to where, like, alright, I ain't gonna whip you. I mean, you're too old for that. You know, and taking your things away. I mean, like with the boy, especially. All right, I take your things away. All right, okay. Um, put your shoes on. Let's go sure. run. <laughs> and I run yeah, the I'll ass to death. Question. All right, blah. blah all right. I now I wait till my son's old enough for that? I was like, all right, now get get up against the wall, squat down halfway like you're sitting in the chair, put your arms out. Now rotate them. All right, now do jumping jacks. Alright, they, they start getting tired of jumping. Alright, you tired of jumping jacks? Alright, do push ups. Alright, you tired of doing push ups? Alright, now run in place. Alright, you tired of running in place? Now do some push ups. And you know, and just physically exhaust their ass. <laughs>
3: yeah. Can't wait for that.
1: You know, I mean. I
3: tried to do that. I had a last week, my daughter had a Ujitsu tournament, and uh, I had, a, she had to lose like three pounds. So I had a worker.
1: Well, I, well, shit, you, you can know, just give us some X lax and that, a... <laughs> Get all them gummy bears and candy out of there.
3: <laughs> nah, not at my house, bro. <laughs> my house, we, we get junk food once, once a week and that's usually today on Saturday. Once a week. Yeah. And see, that's and I'm like, a smoke. It's mostly a European diet over here. <laughs> Potatoes, eggs, and meat.
1: <laughs> and usually oh. over here, it's like, I don't buy the junk food. My wife buys junk food. Because, um, like, my the, the baby is seven years old. And she just started drinking yeah. soda within the last two years. This whole time, has oh, only okay. been milk and water. Now she just discovered soda. <laughs> you know? And Uh-oh. Uh-oh. My know. son
3: loves soda, dude. I, I hate it. I don't like them drinking soda. He's already hyper as fuck.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I, when it, when it's me, I mean, I don't buy that stuff. We don't bring that stuff into the house. But if we go out somewhere uh, and eat, you know, that's when they have it.
2: Yeah, yeah. No,
3: yeah, that's... I, w- I would say, like, as far as health goes, like, one one soda a week, it should be plenty, dude. It should be plenty. Like, I I, I, I touch some soda on the occasion. Like, if I go to Applebee's. You know, if I go to Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah, I either get a beer or a fucking or a soda, one soda. But I'm not like when I worked at the grocery store. This is a big reason why I stopped drinking soda, because at the grocery store, all of the most unhealthiest looking people, the the biggest, the mentally ill, or the people who are on the fucking cart, you know, those little motorized carts and shit. Yeah, they always stocked up on soda. Like half of the grocery cart was soda. And I just connected the dots and I'm like, nope. Not me. Not today. Nope. Not doing that.
1: And see, and that it's was the
3: number a, one sold item in grocery stores, dude, is soda. The number one sold item, soda.
1: And that that was a thing for me, you know, a, a long time ago, like I used to get dehydrated. Like you drink s- soda severely cuz that's all I would drink is soda. Yeah. And then, like I said, I told you. I was yeah. fucking spoiled. So my my parents would just let me have it, you know. Th- uh-huh. thinking one that one i was drinking is. water and yeah. shit you know what i mean i had it bad for soda it's just like i would have the fucking what they call liver splash or the color spots in my face because i wasn't drinking water and yeah, yeah, the, mm-hmm. all that shit dog i was like yeah. real heavy on soda soda and junk food and all that shit but damn yeah, to me grown up that's how I was too. me i don't fucking like needles other than tattoo needles because that's different you know that's different things yeah but like needles yeah. from a hospital, IV needles, taking shots and shit like that. I hate that shit. Yeah. And this was a big determining factor as to why I hate that shit because they had to take this big ass gauge needle for your IV and jam it in your fucking hand. And that shit fucking oh, hurts. Yeah, that's right. And as, especially as a kid, having to do that, like, oh, yeah. more than three times, going staying in the hospital for fluids and all this other bullshit, that's what killed soda for me. So I don't drink any yeah. soda. It's just like, uh, I think the most realm of soda that I would get into is ginger ale. I drink a ginger ale here and there. and yeah. they, um, But ginger anything pop. else is just water, fucking Gatorade. That's it, <laughs> and you know if we every yeah. now and then, occasionally we'll go eat. And you know if they don't have like lemonade or some kind of fruit drink like that, I might get a soda. But fuck that, <laughs> I'm not getting poked no yeah, more.
3: Yeah, no. That's how it was when I was a kid too. Um, when I grew up in these apartments by my house, I was like seven or something. All we drank was soda. Like my 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 diet was so filled with sugar and just terrible foods, like. Now that I know more about the body and biochemistry and, like, how the body works and why it works the way it works and what makes it work better, like, I understand so much now. And, like, a lot of that, you know, um, part of the reason why I forget why I'm, like, more forgiving towards myself and I'm less hard on myself because I was set up for sale, man. Like, I'm, I'm talking just like you, nothing but soda. Like, there was barely any water in my diet. It was always soda me and my friend Jimmy, the one that passed years ago, um, he, same with, even up to the day he died, all he drank was soda. It's like, you just connect the dots. Like, all these people that have health issues, it's like, I don't want that for myself, man. I want to feel good. I want to look good. And so, I, uh, I don't fuck with soda. I'm like, maybe once a month, maybe, not even that, dude, because I don't go out. <laughs> I don't do shit. Yeah. I don't go out, I don't go out to eat, you know. Um, But, I just feel better when I don't fuck with that shit. That's why once a week on Saturdays I get I get a box of donuts and I eat junk food almost the whole day. If I do that to to remind myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. To remind myself on how shitty that mood and how that drink makes me feel. And oh, then gosh, I gotta go outside my dog.
1: And then oh, there's like um I freaking you realize it like when you lose it as well. It's just like, um, I can't drink, uh, milk or eat anything with a lot of dairy in it because it fuck up my stomach. Yeah, that fuck up. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I have that. That's off my list. So I don't, I love cheese. I love pizza. So, I mean, you know, that is what it is. I take that <laughs> as it comes. But, like, it's yeah. not a lot of food that I eat that has all that stuff in there that'll fuck my stomach up. Cause I know how to feel and I don't like, it. unless uh-huh. I'm feeling backed up, <laughs> like my stomach feeling a little bloated. I was like, man, I need to take a shit. I go eat some cheese and it'll get right out.
3: <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a form of, uh, it's, it's a form of celiac, celiac disease. It's like IBS, the real bowel syndrome. It's because if you, if you, um, Look up your ancestry, your, like, if you think about your, your body and your, your, your nutrition diet, it's based on your ancestral DNA. It's based on where your ancestors came from. That's what you're capable of eating. You know, what people don't understand now is that, um, our diet is new to the human species. The way we eat now is new. All this sugar, all this cheese, all this bread, like, that shit isn't, wasn't, and isn't readily available to every form of human being in the world it's only it's regional like cheese came from like italy like the mozzarella for the uh whatever you know yeah they're italians and and greeks and like the people from that region that have a a, a ancestry from that area they can handle that food it doesn't bother them like asians they fuck with rice all the time and they don't get fat you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but Some of us, like me, that's why my diet is more, I call it the European, it's it's potatoes, eggs, and meat. And I get my, uh, I sometimes fuck with greens. I don't really fuck with green that much. I supplement like vitamin D, fish oil. I don't eat fish that much. So we're capable of supplementing what we don't like or what we don't get. But we need to cater and form our diet to where our ancestors are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you think about, like, okay, as you look back on your lineage, mostly black folks, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you think of the Africans, and you go try to find out where where your ancestry and some lineage is from, and then you look at their diet. If you were to eat that diet, you will probably feel the best you've ever felt in your whole life. You wouldn't have no issues. Your body will start popping into shape. Like, these some things, Some things are that simple. Some things in life are as simple as, you know, eating properly. Just that. Just that. Just eating properly, you know? We can help people from being depressed. Help people from being anxious. We can help them with any type of illness they got, dude. And just eating properly. Because the stomach, it is the fucking, the, 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 It is the fucking gate to the body, right? The stomach is the hub. It is the train station. It's where everything goes and then it gets on the fucking train and then it delivers the nutrients to where it belongs. But if you got your body filled with a bunch of junk that it it isn't involved for, that isn't in the genetic coding for it, you're going to be fucked up, dude. You're going to be fucked up. It's like putting fucking diesel in a gasoline car. It's just isn't going to run right.
1: Yeah. You
3: know?
1: And then yeah. and like to go back to what I was saying, you know, earlier on when I was like in Iraq and all I was doing was eating and lifting weights and everything and stuff. Yeah. It's just like the diet out there, you know, the child hall or whatever. I mean, it is they they balance the food or whatever. They won't give you two meats. They only give you a freaking yeah. meat, a vegetable and, you know, other, you know. So, right. I mean, the diet yeah. was tailored for me there you know so all i would do is lift weights uh-huh. and go there and eat you know every now and then yeah, uh the I'll get some pringles or some shit like that but <laughs> that was yeah. it
3: yeah man like it's like it's like as far as looking good and feeling good it all starts with the stomach man it all starts with the stomach i tell that to all of my clients every new client i get i tell them that if you wanna look good and you wanna feel good, it starts in your stomach. It doesn't start here in the gym. Like you could come here and work out all you want. You're not gonna see the results that you wanna see unless you fix that diet. You know? And you get yourself the proper nutrition, get your hormone levels up. And and yeah, man, in the military, that's like I fucking miss chow hall. Yeah. I would be a fucking monster right now if I had a chow hall. You know, if I'm- I had a chow hall right now, dude, I'd be yoked. I'd be full as fuck.
1: And that was another thing that I didn't understand either. It's just like um, motherfuckers would alright, they give you a, if you lived in the barracks, if you was a single guy, they gave you a meal card. You know? And it's uh, like you would just go to the child hall, give them your meal card, you eat for free. You know? Mm-hmm. But motherfuckers yeah. would, it would boggle my fucking mind how motherfuckers would just go out all the time doing lunch and breakfast yeah and all this, go to like,
3: restaurants and shit yeah, to spend go to money make,
1: yeah go to McDonald's and Burger King and all this other stuff I was like dog you eat for free Yeah, free food over here yeah. you know I mean it's not the best but I mean it's for free you know
3: bad, you're saving money dude.
1: it would it would boggle yeah, my mind yeah, yeah. Just like I'm going to McDonald's you want something way. I was like nah I'm going to child hall dog <laughs> yeah I mean look
3: man I forgot how like Frivolous people would spend in the military. People didn't give a fuck in the military. Always buying shit. Uh, That's that's just That's about as American as it gets. So
1: right. See, and it's not it's not entirely on that either. It's just like you get a whole bunch of kids away from home for the first time with their own money, possibly for the first time, and they just very true, very true. They just woohoo! It's just like college.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I never thought of it like that.
2: Yeah, no, good
3: perspective. That's, that's yeah, all man. It is. If, if if I could fucking shoot, leave a message or help anybody, I would say it has to start with the stomach, bro. You know, starts in the stomach.
1: It if starts want, at the chow. Feeling good?
3: If you're not happy with your life, stop. Ooh, said the pig got all wet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you still got that pig.
3: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever I fe- was filling up my uh
1: have you have you ever been- feel, have you ever fed the pig bacon?
3: No. No. <laughs> I'm I don't even feed her meat.
1: <laughs> you no, feed- I'm
3: I'm really weird about that. I I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm like if I make food, because I eat a lot of sausage and that's most that's primarily pig. Mm-hmm. Um I give it to my dog and I make sure my dog eats it up. Because I don't know, I'm really like morally weird about the pig. You know, like, I don't even really, other than, like, Polish sausages, I don't really fuck with any pork products. I just want I don't to eat pork steaks. I don't eat pork chops or whatever. Pork, nothing. I just eat, like, breakfast sausage and that's it.
1: I just want to see what happened. I wanted the pig ate the bacon, would it blow up? <laughs> <laughs> be like spontaneous (laughs) combustion it'd be like that old theory of like um when you time travel and you see yourself or you know the world's supposed to explode or some shit
3: well if the the um two if what is it two of the same things can't occupy the same space yeah and and the idea is is if two of the same things that are vibrating on two different levels can make contact with each other. It creates a terror in the fabric of space and time. It's some weird shit. Yeah. I don't think that shit would happen because for one time traveling real yet.
2: Oh, and, so and you think. For two, dun, I don't dun, think, dun.
3: I don't, I don't <laughs> think time travel is ever going to be real, bro. To be honest with you. Because if you think about time, we in don't itself, need it. We, the, the only thing we would be able to do is just travel into the past. that's that's it and any changes that are made it's not going to alter the future it's just going to create another timeline
1: so that's your theory
3: (laughs) that's my theory yeah because you gotta think you gotta think man so
1: now do you know
3: right now the only time that is real the only time that is real is now
1: uh
2: the
3: only thing that is real that exists that is tangible is now Mm -hmm. everything else is the history or Potential of what it, something can be is the future. Like, so the future for sure isn't set in stone. The past already happened; mm-hmm. it already happened. So, what what makes people think time? I know, I know it's a great thought, but like, why would time be malleable in a, in the form of travel? Why? Mm-hmm. We don't even know what time is. Time is just a period. Like, just it's a, it's a, it's a thing that we made up just like gravity. It's a way to explain something. Mm-hmm. You know, like we fantasize about time travel because we want to fucking go back and fix our mistakes and we're impatient. So we want to see what the future's like. Yeah,
1: Well, you know, I kind of subscribe to that theory to where like, all right, you can only go back. You can't go forward because the Ford hasn't been made yet.
2: Yeah. And, it hasn't um,
3: even Cause it like even the back to the, fu-
1: yeah. Cause the back to the future movies, you know, they have a different theory on time. Like, you can go back and forth. You know, whatever. Yeah. but um Well,
3: I think with Back to the Future, you have to go to the past in order to travel to the future. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Not necessarily. Well, okay, yeah. No, I'm wrong. Go ahead. Continue.
1: Yeah, but like, um, it's been discussed before. It's like, alright, right now, me and you, we in the laboratory, we make a motherfucking time machine. There is no mm-hmm. pass for that time machine to, you know, to go back into because it's only been created right there in that time and space.
3: Oh, okay, so, yeah. You
1: can only go back as yes, far as the so. time machine has been made. Yeah. You okay. Know? So, like, right now, we make yeah. a time machine. It works. We can only go back only to the point to now. where the time machine has been made. So, we, if we waited five weeks from the time that we made it, we can go back five weeks. You know?
3: Five weeks. Yeah. So... No, that. That's more rational, yeah.
1: Yeah, so now let, let's just think about that. Let's just say somebody, a motherfucker made a time machine, and he's just sitting on right. that bitch <laughs> to get further enough he's out. Waiting. Yeah, just see how everything turns out. He's like, all right, fuck it, we need to go back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious.
3: Uh, he invented it after World War II, and then he's out to never use it, only if there's another great war
1: yeah and you can go right back to the end oh man that'd be fucking see dog th- this is where we write that book
3: <laughs> yeah we're we're writing a movie right now that's what's happening i'm actually working on a short film right
1: now i'm actually trying to work on film right now it's just like i'm i've been doing youtube videos and stuff like that but it's not to uh-huh. it's not for me to make YouTube content, per se. It's just for me to learn the tools to make the YouTube content, if you get what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah, how to work yeah. the camera, how to set the lighting, and all that other shit.
3: Dude, your whole setup is fucking nice. Thank you, I appreciate it. real nice, dude. Look, your, your video quality, like, the room, the setting, everything's legit, dude.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I'm just trying to tweak it here and there and figure it all out, man. I mean, because I figure... You know, I'm finding out that, you know, I'm more of a collector of things and also that I like to be the one in control of the things. So, like, right now we're doing this podcast. I enjoy doing the podcast, but I like the aspect of, you know, getting a guest, you know, setting up the, um, you know, the show. And, you know, putting it right. out and, you know, you know, retweeting it and doing whatever it is for the show. I think I like those things a little more, except for editing, um, than um, actually doing the podcast itself. And then it's like the collector aspect of this thing is just like, I like to get the pieces that I need. Like, I'm in the movie room right now. There's like, damn, 1,200 movies in here. And it's not because uh-huh. a lot of the time I, I like All these movies, because I got some suck ass movies in here, but those suck ass movies were a part of a set, you know? So I felt like I had to have all the movies, even if they suck the (laughs) knot, you know?
3: You're a collector. Yes. You're a collector. Yeah, no, that's that's good though, man. You retire from the military, get your retirement benefits from the military, and then you got your little side gig of being a security guard now you have your hobby and your passion it's good man you got it all fucking figured out
1: yeah because like <laughs> I mean, just think about it like being a podcaster i mean yeah i mean i think it's simple because i mean you sit here and you talk i mean whether it's about a yeah. subject or something you're knowledgeable on or you just having a conversation like me and you have that's fucking uh, easy the hard part is everything else isn't you know Make sure yeah. the recording levels are right. Make sure your edits are right. making sure it's uploaded on yep. time. Make sure, you know, I feel like if I can master those other things outside of the podcast, because this comes naturally. This, this happens. What uh-huh. we're doing right now, the talking. Yeah. This is easy. It's just mm-hmm. I feel like I need to master everything around it, you know, because like.
3: Yeah, definitely. I did. That's what I was doing. Remember? Yeah. I fucking, but I, I turned into a crazy person. Yeah. So I had to stop.
1: I remember. <laughs> I remember. <You>
3: remember? <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like I, I love, I, I don't know. I think for me, I'm more of a passionate learner. Like yeah. I'm willing to learn anything. There's nothing that I'm not willing to learn. And I think that's what mine is. Like you, you're co- you're collector of, of this specific hobby. Like me, I want to know everything. I legitimately want to know. Like I'm okay with being wrong. I'm okay with sounding stupid Yeah. because in my life I've learned being wrong is one step closer to being right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like how, how else is like a lot of people are afraid of, of seeming stupid or, 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 afraid of failing. But, but what people don't understand is that is like the most of part of being an educated individual is being wrong and feeling stupid. Yeah, because that's the driving force behind, like, okay, I never want to feel that again.
1: Exactly. How do
3: I not feel stupid? You know.
1: You know, because like, um,
3: and I think I, I I think I've always felt stupid.
1: Yeah, I think what I've abandoned is, um, saying that I can't do shit. You know.
3: Yes. Never say you can't. I tell my kids that. That's one of the most crucial things I tell them. I get mad at them when they say I can't.
1: Yeah, and it's and it's not even the can't aspect of it. It is just that like. You're not going to be good at everything. So, uh-huh. But there, it's, it's just like, for me, I, I, it's just like, here it is. Here it is. All right. Simple discuss, simple topic, simple discussion. All right. Rap. The current state of rap. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are good rappers. Then we have the commercial rappers. And then, you know, there's the other shit. <laughs> the other shit is yeah. that... Yeah. All that bullshit. Yeah you know future shit yeah but at the same time I won't talk about any of those three categories you know as far as music wise Uh if the person is shitty themselves if they suck as a person then you know I'll talk shit about them all day but as far as the creation of music their skill skill or whatever I would never talk about that because why I'm not doing what the fuck they doing you know so yeah, I yeah. Don't feel like So, I what can, gives you the right to talk about it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I don't do that stand. for a profession. I mean, I don't have anybody in my ear helping me produce or do any of that shit. So uh-huh. I can tell I can. The only thing that I can say is like either I like the song or I don't like the song. You know, that's the only really true opinion about it, because if you like it, you invest in it. You make money, they make money. I mean, they make money, the record label make money. If you don't like it, don't listen to it, nobody gets anything out of that, you know? So that's the only really two things about, you know, criticism as far as um, in the music aspect. Either you like it or you don't like it, you know, money-wise. Yeah. But I would never say that, like, uh, Takashi 69 is fucking, you know, is not an artist. I would never discredit him like that because he is actually doing a thing that I'm not doing, you know? I haven't sat here and tried to formulate any rhymes, get on any beats, and make a fucking mixtape. So, I mean, I don't feel like, you know, I I don't have that experience, so I don't have the lane to fucking criticize him for what the fuck he doing. But, he just so happens to be a shitty human being, so I talk about him all the fucking time. (laughs) Fuck yeah.
3: Hold on one sec. Hey, let me, I gotta dig it out. Fucking buried in mine and shit. I got I'll fucking, I'll get it, I'll get it, I'll get it to you tonight, all
2: right?
3: All right yeah, yeah, but you're gonna have to go around to the back, to the, by the liquor store in order to get it, because I'm not dragging that shit all the way to the front. It's it's buried on the side of the garage, it's covered with a, it's a fucking mess, all right, I have to, that's why I haven't fucking got it out, but I'll I'll try to get it out today,
2: dude.
3: Yeah, maybe, yeah, I'll hit you up though, because I got to go help the ex-wife in a little bit and I got to finish up this, all right? Alright, hello. Yep, yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry about that.
1: Yeah, no problem. But,
3: yeah. Um, did you pause it or were you, were you recording me?
1: No, nah, it's still going I I, I marked down where I can cut it out.
3: Oh okay. Yeah, this is uh, <clears throat> the I don't know if you remember before I was talking about my neighborhood and uh how that the guy I was talking to, he, I can't, I um I compare him to Russia. <laughs> like his house is Russia. Like nobody likes Russia, but we gotta be cool with him. Yeah. <laughs> he, keeps, he keeps asking me for this fucking dirt bike i got in my backyard but it's scary, dude it's like this vine that my neighbor has grew over it and it's like it's, it's a lot of work for me to get it out and i don't want that pool in my backyard either
1: <laughs> oh well, i was get about to say feet. that's that's yeah. uh that's the only crux of the thing is like well if you want a motherfucker go get it but at the same time i don't want you in my shit
3: exactly <laughs> exactly so that's why i told him that's why i told him i was like yeah i gotta dig it out because I'm not letting him in my backyard, dude. There's too much shit back there. He's, he's, he's too much opportunity, you know. <laughs> you know I just don't want to, don't want to have to fucking deal with that yeah. drama. I don't, don't want to have to go to war with Russia.
1: <laughs> All right, but hey, man, we've been rambling for quite a bit of time, oh, yeah. and it's been a pleasure to have you back on the show again. Hear your progress thank you, thank you. and the, you know your realizations on life and everything. Um, yeah, I know you're not as posting as much as you normally do, but if people want to get in contact with you, go ahead and let them know how they can do that.
3: Well, you can follow the GSMage brand page. I sort of turned it into my own little page, but uh, you Tony, T-O-N-I, Cosner, C-O-S-N-E-R. is my Instagram. You can follow me on the Snapchat. I don't know what my Snapchat is, so fuck, fuck Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, just Instagram. Follow me on Instagram follow it's uh inspiration motivation uh you know i i like to post to sh- i i like to post on there to keep people updated to show that i'm practicing what i'm preaching and i'm not just preaching um yeah so go follow me if you want to be inspired because that's what i'm i'm doing i'm trying to keep myself inspired and i'm trying to inspire other people Yeah. so uh, follow me there uh you can go to my youtube Check out my YouTube. It's God Shade Mommy Hole." Just type it in God Shade Mommy Hole," and you know, I got some episodes of me and Jody B. Um, a couple episodes with some guests, and uh yeah, just fucking follow me there, and it's gonna pick up eventually as soon as as soon as my life psychologically falls a little more into place, I'm gonna get a little more push heavy on on the instagram and the and the YouTubes. Once I get the computer fixed, I'll post more videos. But as of right now, oh, and be ready for a short film by the end of the year. Um, it's about a dad. America gets attacked. There's a vaccine. It's tainted. The majority of the population dies off. It's post-apocalyptic. And the dad, the main character is a dad. He loses his kids, but he has a psychological break where he hallucinates and sees his kids, which gives him purpose in the post-apocalyptic world. So that should be out by the end of the year.
1: And, uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Now, um, I've been asked this quite a few times. I think I've been on, um, I think it was the Blockbuster Mentality podcast or some other podcast that I was a guest of on. And I mentioned the guy shaped mommy hole and everything. For those of us that may be listening right now, go ahead and elaborate on what that is. Because people been asking me about oh, okay. it. And if they listen to the show, I want you to be able to tell them what that is.
3: Well, automatically, everyone's first thought is something perverted. It's not. It's a psychological. It's my very own. I came up with the name because of my psychological condition. It, I wasn't raised properly. Like my mother never showed me true love. I, I've never known unconditional love from a woman, and that's what a mother's supposed to do for you is give you an, uh, the feeling of, of unconditional love, and 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 that's what helps you grow up and shape into a better societal human that isn't annoying and and isn't a burden on society. But me, on the other hand, I didn't have that. I didn't have that love. So I had a hole in my soul that for the longest I filled, I just filled with like women, dude. I've had sex with over 150 women in my life. Like I, I, I looked for attention everywhere, everywhere I could find attention. I took it and, and it caused a lot of, It caused a lot of what I'm dealing with now. It was the negative stuff in my life. So I created the brand God-Shaped Mommy Hole to embrace the idea of a hole. Like we all have a hole within us that can't be filled. It's a hole so big, it cannot be filled. So it's a God-shaped Mommy Hole. And I use it as a force of, uh, what is that word? It's a driving force in my character. So now that I, I know why I was the way I was, I'm, I constantly remind myself that, that just because I wasn't loved as a kid, it doesn't mean that, that I'm never going to be loved, you know? And so that that's why I turned the, the, uh, the, the seeking of attention towards podcasting and, and putting out content because I, I recognize that I'm not the only person that felt this. I'm not the only person in the world that never felt unconditional love from their mother. And these people might be going through their life just thinking that they're fucked and that they're shitty people or that this is who I am and this is how I'm going to be. And I want people to know that that ain't true. The truth is, is that we're capable of fucking anything. We're capable of love. We're capable of hate. We're capable of being stagnant. We're capable of being a fucking, a, a force of momentum that can't be stopped. But it all depends on what we want. And if we want it, then we need to go for it. And that's what the God-Shaped Mommy Hole is about. It's about... Fucking going for it, changing yourself, doing something good, being something other than something that you don't like. Because I know there's people that don't like themselves. I don't like myself half the time, but that God say mommy holds a psychological condition, which creates greatness.
1: Boom. There you go. There it is. Yeah. All right. <laughs> alright man I appreciate that and I'm pretty sure the listeners appreciate that too if they was wondering what GSMH was <laughs> alright bye, bye. <laughs> and that was the highly motivational inspirational Tony Rager I was gonna cut out that shit to where he was talking to his neighbor or whatever but I'm like fuck it it was so insignificant and then the information that he Dispelled right after that. Fuck it, you know, I ain't got time to do all that shit. <laughs> but anyway, I appreciate y'all for listening. Appreciate y'all for coming back. I just appreciate y'all in general, and that's my southern twang or whatever. I didn't put the a in there. I did. I I didn't say appreciate. I was like appreciate you. <laughs> but um, cool beans got some more things in the work or whatever right now downstairs in the living room because it's the most space available to me i got my camera set up i got my little pop-up green screen that i damn um i bought off of amazon a week or so ago that i posted on instagram that i had a hard ass time putting back in the little bag that it came in (laughs) but um yeah I'm going to do a little bit something for the IGTV. Um, There's a new feature that Instagram just rolled out where you can record longer videos, kind of creating your own TV channel and whatnot. So, I mean, I think at the moment it's only 10 minutes long from what I've seen and heard. Uh, I heard originally that it was supposed to be an hour, but I don't know. And as I told Tony or whatever, you you can't do anything live. Like you can't hold the phone up and record shit and put in it. To my knowledge, limit. Matter of fact, I got my phone in my hand right now. I have my channel right now. I'm pressing, see, you can only upload videos to it. So you can record a video and then you can upload it to your channel. Uh, Your video must be vertical and between 15 seconds and 10 minutes long. See, now I'm reading directly from it. So I'm not giving you any false gouge here. Um, I don't know how I feel about the vertical shit. I understand why it's like that, but at the same time, you can put shit in there long ways, you know. And you just turn your phone sideways cuz the picture doesn't rotate because it's supposed to be vertical. So, I mean, if you got any YouTube videos that are 10 minutes long or whatever, you can pop that in there as long as it's the right aspect ratio. And it could be sideways. You just turn your phone because that's what we do with most videos anyway. And like if you go on YouTube, you don't look at the shit long ways on your junk. I mean, you might if you are like supposedly one of those multitasking people to where, all right, you got the video up top and you're reading the comments below. So my my thing to that is if you're reading comments while the video playing, you ain't watching the motherfucking video. You're reading comments. Somebody, somebody at work debated me on that shit today because it's a never ending war against Samsung and motherfucking Apple Android and motherfucking Apple so every day I go to work this motherfucker is like hey man you still got the old sorry ass iPhone (laughs) and damn literally every day at work this motherfucker is trying to sell me on getting the Samsung phone the Galaxy or whatever the fuck you know version they got out right now every day Without fail, he's, he's just ribbing on me about my motherfucking iPhone how it's shitty and all this stuff. He's showing me features on the motherfucking Samsung that the iPhone don't have. Which, you know, I have an iPhone. I've had an iPhone since the 4S. And the reason I have an iPhone because it's simplistic. And it does what the fuck I need it to do. You know, and, you know, I understand Samsung, you can customize our Android phones. You can customize. You can do all this fly shit, you know, but I'm not interested in none of that stuff. And this is the debate that goes on every fucking day at work. This motherfucker be like, hey, look, Robinson, look, Robinson, you can damn. I could do split screen. See, I could watch a video up here and I could text people down here. I was like, so what the fuck one you going to do? Either you're watching a video or you're texting somebody because if you're texting somebody you ain't watching the fucking video if you're watching the video you ain't fucking texting nobody so what's the purpose god damn it now i can understand split screen being using that in the thing of to where all right i'm typing information on the left side and i'm copying it from the right side that's an instance to where split screen on the phone or whatever would be awesome to have but if you got goddamn Pornhub on the top and YouTube on the bottom, that's fucking counterproductive. You don't need split screen for that shit because either you're watching porn or you're watching YouTube. God damn it. And then um, this is all kind of other shit, man. And it's just every fucking day. And my job is not to fucking defend Apple. But to do what I just did and be like, all right, so why would you do that when you could do this? Or why if you're doing that, you're not doing this. So what's the purpose of this? That's that's my whole thing. <laughs> it's just trying to justify, you know, what are you doing is stupid. Or some shit like that. Anyway, whole point of the thing is it's the most reliable phone I've ever owned. I've owned Android phones, I own other brands of phones, but the iPhone has been the most reliable to me. I have only broken two iPhones and it were to my doing. It was my fault. I dropped the motherfucker, cracked the screen. And it was replaced by my insurance, so no harm, no foul there. And I jailbroke it, and then I fucked it up that way. So those are the only two instances where I had a busted up iPhone. Anything else would be uncivilized. <laughs> but yeah. And uh, once again, once again, I do apologize for last week. I mean you dropped off 20 minutes of the episode and everything. I know how that might have been confusing for some people because when you download the episode and you listen to it, the runtime is like an hour and 30 something and then uh, when you listen to it, it it stops at an hour and three minutes. So I do apologize for that 20 minutes that was left off. I don't even remember what the fuck I was talking about to be honest with you. So I mean I guess it's no harm, no foul. (laughs) But yeah. Hey, I, I appreciate all of you I appreciate all of you. That's you know, that's pretty much the crux of it. I appreciate you listening, uh, contributing, goddamn, retweeting. Whatever it is that you do for this show, I, I appreciate it. And I, I really want you to know that. Um, I still haven't got that one download or listen from Alaska, Idaho, or Vermont, so I'm pretty perturbed about that. But hey man, that's only three places in the United States. Now nah, I'm trying to take over the motherfucking world. I heard Antarctica is a damn <laughs> Uh, hard motherfucker to get. And I would be very interested to know anybody in the podcasting game has had anybody, you know, have analytics, you know, some kind of proof that somebody is out there in Antarctica listening. I mean, I know it's his own continent and everything, but do they, is there actually motherfuckers living there? I really don't know. I mean, I know people go there for like exploration and research and all kind of other bullshit, but do people actually fucking live there? It blows my mind people live in Alaska. It blows my mind even further that in Alaska, there's still blockbusters open. <laughs> I guess because motherfuckers don't want to go through all that bullshit to go up there and shut that shit down. I guess they probably had not got the memo yet. There's probably still active Toys or Russes in motherfucking Alaska. So, man, all the things that we've lost over time, Sam Goody, motherfucking Circus City, uh, all that shit is still thriving and living in Alaska. Is This is where old things go to die, <laughs> you know, so I think I might plan a trip to Alaska one day, not only to download my own podcast so I can get some analytics from Alaska, but to see all, you know, the things that I'm nostalgia, nostalgic about that's still alive in Alaska. <laughs> oh, man. But hey man, let me go ahead and get up out of here. I got some uh, guests lined up for next week that I'm pretty excited about. One completely picked at random. We had a conversation about um, the Disney proposal to uh, Fox. The seven um, the 71 mil, billion, billion, would it be? I'm sorry. 71.3 billion dollars that they offered to fucking uh, Fox. They accepted, but I, from what I understand, I think Comcast can still counter offer you know so the deal is in place until you know outside parties you know make a counter offer but damn we had a conversation about that so I was interested in what he had to say and you know his thoughts on the thing so I asked him to be on my show so that's my random guess (laughs) you know and then I got a cool cos player that's going to be on the show so I'm looking forward to those things and um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the future, man. You, you, you heard my thoughts on, you know, how I feel about this podcast. I mean, I really enjoy doing it, you know, but I like, you know, mastering the tools in association with this podcast, you know, because I feel, you know, whoever I get on the show, we could talk. And I think that's the easy part. I mean, it may not be the best of conversations, but, you know, that's the easy part. It's just everything surrounding this thing. I'm still trying to figure out how to get the buzz and hiss out of my goddamn audio recording, which you probably don't hear because I've edited that shit out or tried my best to edit that shit out. But like when I record, I hear like this buzz and this faint. So I don't know if it's the wiring setup that i have here or just you know shit's too close to one thing that's why i'm building my own shit in the garage so i can have room to spread all this shit out you know i'll reinvest in some um, new wiring and whatnot and we'll be all good and whatnot (laughs) so let me sign on out of here i appreciate you for checking me out i can't say how much i appreciate you all enough except for that bastard on motherfucking Instagram who has the fucking username 3Rshow. I really despise that motherfucker, whoever that is. <laughs> anyway, you can follow me on Twitter at It's b That's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. If you want to talk professional wrestling and any other general shenanigans, that's the place you do it. The show also has its own Twitter account, which you can follow at 3Rshow. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram to where I walk the hollowed halls of Walmart not so often as you think. Well, I don't do videos as often as you think, but I'm in Walmart damn near every day. Like I told Tony, as soon as I finish editing and putting this shit up, I'm damn going to Walmart. Yeah. Walmart, motherfuckers. And um, you can go to randomrobcast.com for different ways to help support the show. You can buy merchandise on my represent store you can buy uh equipment for the show on my amazon wish list you can use my amazon links to where if you click on it it'll take you to amazon you do your amazon shopping and i get a little kickback you don't pay nothing extra you can just give me money straight up i got a paypal link down at the bottom and uh, you could become a patron to the show just like brandon mcintyre who has a birthday coming up here soon, Glenn Abbott, who just had a birthday pass not too long ago, and King Ajar, whose birthday falls on me and Mrs. B-Rob's anniversary. That's crazy, don't you think? That's crazy. Isn't it ironic? Don't you? It's like, hey, 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 I don't know the words, I don't know why I'm singing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So you can become patrons. You just go to the randomrobcast.com, click on the be a patron link, and It'll take y'all to that place and you can pony up. But hold on. Hear me out. I know you probably heard all that shit about money and all those things and whatnot, but you don't got to do none of that shit. Like I said, I appreciate you for doing what you're doing right now. And that's listening to the show. Unless you're a motherfucker from Alaska, Vermont, or Idaho. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you because there ain't nobody listening out there. But listening is the most important thing that you could do for this podcast or any other podcast out there. So, what you can do that doesn't require any money is listen, share this episode or any other episode or any other podcast that you listen to. Like, subscribe, write a review, preferably five stars. But if you have some constructive criticism that rates a one star, two star, three star, anything under five stars, I would greatly appreciate the opportunity to ignore your ass if it's below five stars. (laughs) But those things go a long way. You know, those uh freaking comments, those likes, those subscribe button clicks, the reviews, all that stuff can lead to. Other people giving me money, not you, you know, sponsors. Speaking of sponsors, this show has been sponsored by Hooks, Rubs and Spices, which you can go to hooks, rubs, and spices dot and you can get 10 percent off your order if you use promo code three rshow show, um, I guess kind of sponsored by Vape Panda. You know, you just heard Tony's whole spiel about him and Vape Panda, so I mean um I probably kind of back away from that thing unless he tells me otherwise. But Soon To Be, which uh probably as of today, sponsored by studio headphones. You can go to studio.com and you can get you some splendiferous. Pairs of headphones, uh, many varieties, they got Bluetooth earbuds, they got the ones that go around the neck in your ears, they got the over the head, which, you know, I'll give you a review in my uh, freaking honest criticism on here momentarily because I got some coming in the mail and I ain't going to give you no false gouge on the product, you know, until I actually put hands on it and um tell you about it. You know, because like right now I'm rocking some Incredibles, some motherfucking um, headphones that's made, you know, from Nick Cannon. You know, he's, he uh, endorses that or whatever, you know, and these are damn good. I love these motherfuckers. I just bought the AX1s, the, the, um, the, the brand new hotness that just came out from the Incredibles line and whatnot. And they, those are damn good too. fucking Bluetooth, you know, wireless or you can use the auxiliary cord. It's similar to the Studio headphones that i have here pretty soon, and I'll be giving you the insight on, and you'll be hearing a lot of that within the show. I have some commercials incorporated throughout, and um, yeah, you can get 15% off your Studio order if you use the same promo code, 3 R show. in which shout outs to Studio people over there for giving me that promo code, and I didn't even have to ask. I was going to ask for a customized 3 R show. Cause I like to keep everything the same, cause hooks, rubs and spices is three R show. Studio is three R show. Vape Panda is three R show. That's how I like to keep it all streamlined. Cause if you forget, then you'd be like, oh shit, what's the one for hooks, rubs and spices? It's the same goddamn one. So that's how I like to keep it. So shout outs to studio. Shout outs to hooks, rubs and spices. And um, yeah. That's it. I'll see you next time.
2: we